Welcome to T Dolda. Oh, do it again. Welcome to T Dolda. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. TV podcast brought to you by Resilient Real Estate. Um, See Adam for all your needs. Yep. yep. <laughs> I actually wasn't going to say that today, so oh. I'm glad you threw that in there. Oh. I had to throw it in there. You He's our guy. Throw. He's our guy. Putting out some good paper for us today. On it's the expensive ass paper. I don't know why I brought the paper for today. Stupid. But, um, <laughs> Bad intro. Max not here again, so he sent his picks in. So I guess because he came in last, which we'll talk about later. Um, but let's get into it. We're going to start with our Golden Road drink of the day. I am drinking on the Golden Road Maha Organic Hard Seltzer Tangerine. Not bad, actually. kind of like it. Real fruit juice seltzer. What do you guys got? Lagunitas Limited Release. A uh, little something. Those are good beers. A little something. Good beers. I've so. never had this. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. sure. Brought to you by Golden Road. All right. College football, where do we begin? We had a huge weekend. Week one of the NFL, we had a ton of stuff. The content we have today is through the roof of just, I don't know how long it takes to get through this, so fucking bear with us. And um, Let's start with the college. Let's start with the big games. I mean, the biggest thing with college football, I mean, for the past two weeks, we have seen just fucking anarchy. Anarchy. Complete anarchy. <laughs> just, this was worse than week one. There's, there, I mean, let's talk about the biggest upset, obviously, being Oregon Quack. upsetting Ohio Quack. State. Quack. Quack. Oh, I mean, Quack. 14 and a half points. You know what I mean? Number three, Ohio State, a team that a lot of people thought were going to the playoff, has been in the playoff consistently for the past six years. And Oregon fucking got the job done against all odds. I wish I wish I had the balls to come on here and say, like, last week, like, outright money line, fucking let's go, Oregon. Yeah. I, I didn't think they were going to win. No one did. You know, I talked to Duck fans who were texting for the game. They're like, Justin flows out. Tip Thibodeau's that was, out. That was 100% my thing. Like, that was my take on the pod last week. I don't week. think they can win with all those guys. And I was texting you before the uh, before the game kicked off, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, but Thibodeau being out and Flo being out, I don't see it. That's a tall task, especially with how fucking explosive that Ohio State offense is. They fucking dominated that And game. they fucking got the job done. They dominated the game. It was great to see. I mean, and let's talk about Ohio State ton of fucking problems on the defensive side of the ball i mean we're talking a team that like i said it was supposed to be in the playoff has four and five stars all over the field and ohio state got exposed on defense yeah there's there's some concerns there um i just want to first start by saying sorry Mm. um i shit on oregon and i shit on their running backs especially and cj verdell's really good but i think more concern is the Ohio State defense. That's I now mean, two weeks in a row, 200 rushing yards plus just piled on them and getting dominated on the line of scrimmage. And, so it's very concerning. And the difference being, I mean, I mean, this was kind of my key to the game, was the running game. You know, we saw them get run on, but it was two different running styles. And both of them seemed to be, like, super effective against them. You had Michigan, who was slamming down your throat. Minnesota. R- r- sorry, Minnesota. Run hard right at you. Where Oregon's gonna, they're gonna be tough at the line of scrimmage, but 
but they're going to run that zone scheme where they're going to bounce outside. They're going to run. They've kinda, got a quarterback that can. Yeah, that can do that. Yeah, but it was the running backs. It was. I mean, Brown ran pretty well, but Fordell was unstoppable this game. Unstoppable. I mean, yeah. I mean, Ohio State got exposed on defense. I think. I think it's pretty fair to say at this point that I think the D coordinator for Ohio State. Need, it has to take a long look in the mirror at himself and Ryan Day needs to look at him and say, you've got, I have given you four and five stars all over the field and you made zero adjustments at all this entire game. Well, Oregon, Ryan Day came out today and said there's going to be some structural changes. So he's on the fucking hot seat. Like, D coordinator's on the hot seat Oh yeah, for that. He should be. And like I said, there was no adjustment made at halftime during the entire game. Um, and from, from a defensive aspect, I mean, we've talked about their D-line, D how elite... The players are Haskell Garrett, JT. They've got uh, Jack Sawyer. Like, they've got five stars all over the field, and they fucking played terrible. And they got beat up by a team in their own fucking stadium. Dominated, dude. In the shoe. In the shoe. That was very fucking bad. So, I mean, like, Ohio State, I mean, obviously, we still like their chances to win out and um, win the Big Ten. So, I think we do need to give some credit to Oregon and how they came out ready to fucking play given the injuries that we saw. Yeah. So yeah. give them credit where credit's due. But going into Ohio State, we've got two of the top four teams that were ranked at one point. We got Clemson and Ohio State both taking loss, which is fucking crazy. But again. But we both called that in the college football preview yeah. that Clemson and Ohio State could get tripped up. Yeah. We didn't have them in our playoff. I had Clemson in my playoff. I didn't have Ohio State. I didn't have either one of them. And yeah, I, yeah. I had a feeling that Clemson would lose two games. And I same thing, same thing with Ohio State. And they've both lost one early. Yeah. So. Yeah, and they're 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 vulnerable early, typically when teams do play. So, but my question for you two is, who has the better chance to make the playoff after the game between Clemson Ooh. and Ohio State? Both one loss. Both losses to elite programs. That's a good question. What do you got? Um. This is gonna sound weird for me, but I'm gonna say Ohio State. I hmm. think they play some better teams along the way and if they could go get a blowout win against Penn State and Wisconsin a couple ranked teams with good defenses their argument's going to be a little bit better but I mean either way it's not in their hands anymore Mm -hmm. good point yeah I think shoot I I was when you first asked the question I was going to say Ohio State but I'll go Clemson Ohio State needs a lot to happen now they got to beat some good teams and they need they're, to, gonna, they're gonna play good teams. They are, which oh, Clemson's not. That's what's right. gonna help. But yeah. Clemson has a much better chance of winning out. Right. They're not gonna play another top twenty-five team unless it's the ACC championship, where potentially you can see North Carolina Miami. in there. Yeah. One of those teams. But I mean, Ohio State needs Oregon to run the table now. They Oregon has to win, you know, 11, 12 games. And they have to win those big games and then win the Big Ten. So there's a, a map for them to still be okay, but I think it's a tough task for both. It's two different two different things need to happen. You know, yeah. one plays cupcakes, one plays a good schedule. I guess we'll see. I think it's I think it's more challenging for Ohio State given their schedule. Right. Like I said, they're gonna run into some teams. They're gonna play Penn State, they're gonna play Michigan, two teams that are looking really good. Wisconsin, um, potentially running into Iowa into the yeah, championship in the big, game. Yeah, they don't play them in the regular so season. So we'll talk about that later on. But and, and Michigan's no pushover either. No, not this year. And then I mean, so if we're talking better chance, I would say Clemson just given the schedule because I truly think Ohio State has a lot of issues that they need to get yeah. over considering what we saw but, on the but field. But say they both went out, Ohio State's case is way better. Better teams. Yeah. They've played better teams. I agree. But also, we we got we got, we also have to remember, it's still Clemson. 
Yeah. It's still Clemson. Mm-hmm. They're going to win every game very convincingly. And like I said, that defense is still extremely elite. And they only lost to Georgia by, uh, what was it? Seven, only by a touchdown. Yeah, right? seven where, points. Where, yeah, three. where Ohio yep. State lost by a touchdown as being 14-point favorites. You know what yeah. I mean? That's kind of an embarrassing loss. It's a difference. Like, it, that's a tough loss. So um, I like Clemson in that conversation of maybe a better chance considering Ohio State's challenging um, road. But I think the big, one of the bigger storylines about this game too is the fact of how disrespected Oregon was moving in, right? Yeah. I mean, 14 and a half point favorites, that's a pretty wide margin. And it should have never not, been that much. It, I think it could have been that much given the injuries that happened. But, I mean, obviously, the line was not correct. No. Right. right. Considering what we saw on the field and what how the game played out, it was not correct. And I think part of it, and this is going to lead into CY, and I'm sure he'll like to elaborate on this, is ever since last year with the Pac-12 only playing a few games, the Pac-12 has been so incredibly disrespected. Right? And I think that trend has been happening for the past, yeah, mainly, I would say, COVID. Like them not playing a full schedule and them not having like a legitimate like playoff team last year brought so much disrespect to the Pac-12. I think honestly, I think and it people goes forget back longer than that. But maybe, but people, but I mean, think about it. Because Oregon, if you think about it, like they're a top program. Like they've been to two national championships in the last ten years. They're a top ten yeah. program in the country. Like you can't name ten programs better than them in the country. They're they're, they're close. They're right around there. Like I would say they're, they're right in that seven to 12 range. I agree right? with that. Fair. I, I think they're right in that range. But like, honestly, truly, Ohio State has won two national championships in the last 15 years. Oregon's been to two. Yeah. Like, that's not that huge of a discrepancy when mm-hmm. we're talking program to program. And again, it's not like Urban Meyer's still the one with that dominant team over Ohio State. It's a different team. They're a lot more offensive now than they were. They're not defensive at all, obviously. And Mario Cristobal, since he's been at Oregon, has had tough fucking teams. Herbert's team, they're physical at the line of scrimmage. Like they've had Penny Swell. They're defensively Justin Flo, Penny Swell on defense, Kayvon Thibodeau. Like they're a fucking well rounded team in a well rounded program. And I think they were incredibly disrespected. And I definitely appreciate. I mean, like I said, no one was giving Oregon a chance to win this game. I, if you I look at every at single, you look at every single prediction, the Fox Big Noon kickoff, all of those guys, everyone on game day, everyone picked Oregon State. I mean, I mean Ohio State, but I mean, granted, some people said that Oregon might cover, but no one said they were no. going to win this football game, yeah. and they came out there and fucking took it to them in the shoe, which was impressive. Without their best defensive player, Two and the best defensive player in the country, yeah, like. Yeah. Their, their linebacker who's a stud, Justin Flo, five-star, and Thibodeau, who's arguably number one pick next year, mm-hmm. and which we covered. But I think, you know, I kind of understand what Kim Warwick's saying with the COVID stuff, but I think it goes back way past that. No one on the East Coast, none of those writers, no one on the AP is watching a 7 p.m. Oregon kickoff. Like, they're just not. And if you don't watch them and, like, you watch Ohio State, like you watch an SEC team in the middle of the day on the East Coast, you're just not going to know. Like, you might watch two games of Oregon all year, mm-hmm. but how much are you really going to know about them? And the disrespect is crazy. The disrespect is favoring them by 14 and a half points was utterly ridiculous. And, but I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it just is. I mean, yeah. it is. I mean, based on the roster Ohio State had, what their defense is, and it's a huge win for the pack. It's a huge win for that. Fucking huge. And it, the pack did this two weeks in a row and it's fucking pissing me off is they're on the verge of having monster days. <laughs> a monster thing. Oh. And then USC just blows their yeah, neck. And like USC and Utah, 
blow, <laughs> fucking fall apart. But uh, regardless, man. Oregon, this is a huge it, win. It, honestly, it's like it's a huge win. We'll talk about USC later, but regardless of what they did at night, this is still a huge win for the Pac-12. Yeah, like regardless, this was still so massive because Ohio State was ranked number three, and again. They're a top three program, right? We talk Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, right? Those are the three teams in the playoff every fucking year consistently, yeah. right? And they just took down that big dog right there. That's huge. And here, okay, here's two points I want to make on this. I think a big thing that helped Oregon, which is underrated in this game, is Anthony Brown being a veteran, not being overmatched by the situation. He took control of the game. He did what he had to do. He did look good. He did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of my prediction I was kind of leaning towards on Ohio State. CJ Stroud's not going to get benched. He's playing fine, but they're losing games. Like they lost the game. He threw for almost 500 yards. I I know he threw for 500, but like they only scored 28 points. I agree with that. That's a, like it is. But they're he's not the problem. Their defense is the no. Their problem. defense is the problem. But again, like 28 points, it's not that much, and it's like he's getting yards, but they're not meaningful. Yeah, like they're not meaningful yards to me, honestly. Like they're throwing the ball over the fucking field because they can't run the ball. Because when you get Oregon's run defense looked fucking great, yeah, when you get forty five yards a drive, but you still punt, but you're punting, or yeah. you turn the ball over on downs. Like it's it's a little concerning because you're not finishing drives. But this was my prediction about Stroud. Like I think he's yeah. gonna play all year. He's having a good year and. He'll transfer but then at the end they of the year. will lose but he's members gonna, to a transfer. They, no, yeah, they Stroud's gonna Stroud will bounce after this year. Stroud's gone, but he's gonna play the whole year. Maybe I I don't know if they lose another game. I think it's questionable. It depends how he plays though. Know. If he plays like he's playing, he's fine. He just I don't. There's something about it. Like again, and I think I've been or all college football's been spoiled with you know an um, um, unbelievable run of Ohio State quarterbacks the last yeah. how many years. You know what I mean? Like no, I know. running back to the Braxton Millers and Haskins. all the guys that they've had. They you all know play what I mean? great. They, they're all fucking great. And they're great college quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. they take the charge. They can run. They can throw. They fucking are elite. You know what I mean? I mean, let's be honest. Justin Fields, right? I mean, we had him for two years. He made playoffs both years. Um, and now, like, Stroud, he just doesn't seem like to be the leader of the team. And I get it. He's, he's young. a freshman. He's a, he's a redshirt yeah. freshman. He's been on the team for two years. But still, like, he just isn't, like, that leader on the field that I want to see out of Ohio State quarterback. So, right. But enough about Ohio State. Because fucking Oregon won the game. Let's go, and, baby. And they deserve it. And they deserve all Let's the go. credit. They do deserve all the credit. Give me a pack in the playoffs. What's Which team do you like more in the pack now? Oregon or LSU? Or UCLA, excuse me. Uh, Oregon. I'm living and dying with Oregon now. Yeah. Living and dying with them. Okay. I was thinking SC, but... But do you think UCLA can match them physically on the field? Because I think the way UCLA is running the football, I think they definitely can. Because, um, I mean, let's be honest. that That's a potential collision course right now. We're talking North Oregon, North Oregon, South, UCLA, both teams or winning. State. Or Arizona State. They look good as well. Yeah. But both teams coming off huge wins. I mean, we're talking SEC... You know, LSU team that won the national championship two years ago. Ohio State team that's been in the playoff the last two years consistently. Won in 2014. Like, those are two huge wins. Both of them ranked in the top 15 right now. They're kind of headed on that collision course. Who do you like in that matchup as of right now? Like, what team do you think can definitely win out and take care of the Pac-12 this year? I mean, after I disrespected Oregon last week, um, I'm going to just stay disrespecting them, I guess. <laughs> I think UCLA is uh, I fucking love that. a little bit more experienced in the in the coaching oh. realm. 
They could, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I feel like. Just fucking ride with that. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Oregon. Fuck it. I'm not going <laughs> to apologize anymore. I think UCLA plays fast. They play physical. And it's a defense we haven't seen at UCLA in a fucking decade. So mm-hmm. they can definitely be competitive. I'm down with that. See why you're obviously on Oregon. Yeah. I'm rocking with Oregon. I think they're the more experienced team where B can have the the coach, but I don't think there's a big coaching difference in this game. There's mm-hmm. a big coaching difference. Uh, Crystal Ball's a dude. Crystal okay. Ball is as good as they get. Um, I think Oregon's experience, they'll stop the run. They'll make Dorian Green Thompson, whatever his name is, fucking beat him. DTR. Um, Dorian, yeah, whatever. Thompson Robinson. Thompson Robinson, whatever. Um, I think they'll try to make him beat him, and I think um, Oregon's skill players are just better, and I think they're kind of even up in the trenches. To be honest with you, I know they gave up almost 500 passing yards, but I thought Oregon's secondary looked good, too. They did. Like, they looked physical. Like, they they, they gave Olave. The kid, on, the kid on the outside who was covering Olave is a first-rounder. Like, rounder. you know, like, Olave was eating, but it didn't yeah. look easy. No, he was. Right. That's my point. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's, like, he's, he's a first-rounder. Hey, he's good. Late first, early second round. Like, they got I a lot of, love that. They got a lot yeah. of passing yards because they threw the ball so much, honestly, but, like, it was not an easy 500 well, for the know. receivers. Hey, honestly. but you knew which, was, which, which, I mean, that sounds dumb saying that, but, like, But the story, the story the pack's always been, right, like, Good skill players, bad up front, bad in the trenches. So as soon as that game was yeah. like, ooh, Oregon's kind of controlling the trenches, you're not going to have that much of a difference on the skill players. Like, yeah, Olave and Wilson. They're elite. They're elite, elite right? But it's, elite. Not like, it's, Dude, not like, it's not even just those two. The Jackson and Jigba, the yeah. fucking number three yeah. for Ohio He's State. Good. <laughs> He's going to be a first-rounder next year, too. Yeah. Like, goddamn. But Oregon's throwing out. No, Oregon looked good. Top school well, And players, they've yeah. had it. Javon Holland last year was yes. a first-rounder. He sat out. Right? Yeah. Like, they've had guys. You know what I mean? So, like, I get it. And and that's the argument is Oregon is also a top program. And I think they that, they showed that on the national scale this weekend, yeah. which was awesome. Beautiful. Right. Um, I mean, I think the big question now is the AP poll put them at number four. Love it. Can they compete Fucking with the top it. three? I mean, obviously, you've got the two big dogs right now, Bama, Georgia, and I think then Oklahoma. You, I think you amazing. have to say yes. I mean, if they're in it, I don't think they end at four or three. Okay. But if they're in it, you have to say yes because Ohio State was competitive in these playoff games. Yeah, uh, absolutely they were. Beat Clemson and lost to Clemson mm-hmm. the last two playoffs. And Clemson can easily hang with Georgia two and Bama all day. So you got to say you, you got to think Oregon's yeah. as good as anyone right now. Yeah, it's I agree. To say that. Well, they have the most impressive win in the country. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, Georgia, Georgia obviously has a, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia has a very impressive win as well. But I, this one on the road, that one being a neutral site, it's a very fucking impressive yeah. win. You my, don't have a reason not to say that they can't compete with them. My only concern with Oregon is, I, I agree with you. I think Anthony Brown has, is a veteran. He's got good experience, but I don't know as far as like if he gets pressured because he had all day to throw too. That's fair. The Oregon offensive line looked phenomenal. Especially against, like I said, they had a lot of you know good, great pass rushers at Ohio State. I don't know how he's going to do throwing the football. That's fair. Like I, I just don't know how it's going to go with the pass rush and a, and a very elite secondary that he's going to face with at Georgia and Bama if he does. Yeah, run if CJ uh, Verdell doesn't go for one sixty, yeah. they might lose that game by two touchdowns. I mean, who knows? So I mean, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, so obviously an amazing win for Oregon. They bump up to number number four in the country. So we'll definitely be following them closely, which is awesome for the pack. Um, but the second biggest game of the week, Iowa, Iowa State. This is one that um, B and CY definitely went back and forth on. What did we bet? I don't remember what the bet um, was. Um, a minus point. Know. No, it was a half a point. It was a point, but then we said it wasn't fair, right? To you right, and Ryan. for us. I don't so we changed it. it. We go back I think it was a minus point. I got to look back. I don't remember. We'll, we'll go back and listen. To Either it. way. We'll go back. Either way, I mean, what an impressive win by Iowa. That's my first take. I mean, 
Iowa State on the road, an Iowa State team that a lot of people had either in the playoff competing with Oklahoma. They had every single returning starter. Not only that, their number one uh, pass catching tight end came back in this game, Charlie Kohler. And Iowa looked fucking great, and especially on defense. What do you guys have on this game? I mean, 20, what was it, 27-17 final? Yeah. Um, H- held them to 17 points, and that's an explosive team. Brees Hall, Heisman, you know, like contender. Uh, another, like, another like 70-yard performance for him. Purdy got benched. Purdy got benched. Got benched. Um, Three picks. I called it. I called this game as big brother slapping little brother with his dick. You know, and that's what crazy. they did. It's, it's they still fucking, crazy you even said that. You know, it's funny you say that. So, remember, um, we were in Vegas for Danny's bachelor party when we met that guy from Iowa. He's wearing, like, an Iowa shirt. Oh, yeah. And he was just basically saying, like, yeah, everyone's an Iowa fan. Like, fuck Iowa State. And I and I kind of wanted to see the outcome of this game just to either be like, fuck you, dude, like Iowa State. You yeah. know what I mean? But it played out kind of like the fucking guy talked about. It's big, fucking Iowa, big dude. Stop, little brother. Yeah. And the one thing I will say, and this is what, to me, this is the hardest part about being like a true college football team fan, mm-hmm. which I'm not. I don't have a team, right? So I enjoy, I enjoy it a lot more because I can kind of watch better games. But say you're an Iowa State fan, sure. right? You have one foot on the top of the hill, on the top of the mountain. And I heard this argument today when I was listening to a few different things. And I, I was like, fuck, it makes sense. You have one foot with the other foot coming up to reach the top of the pinnacle. And this happens. Mm-hmm. And you go back down to fucking ground zero. Yeah. Like what you've been building on for years. This is your year. You have all the pieces. And your rival comes and slaps you in the face. And not like, I'm interested to see how Iowa State bounces back from this. I, I am because this is a huge loss. This was their year. This was their year. What What's going to irritate me about, I mean, I'll get into the game in a second. What's going to irritate me, though, about Iowa State is that they might fucking run the table and look great. <laughs> and But it doesn't matter it anymore. Matter. It doesn't matter anymore. Um, but because their defense is elite, they have a good running back. Just per, Purdy's not it. Um, and even if he is it, this Iowa defense is elite. Mm-hmm. They have corners everywhere. Uh, Hankins and uh, Belton. It's just absolute luck. I think Belton's a first rounder. Yeah. Um. So, I was really upset with this game, but it it wasn't like anything I that didn't shock me because neither could no. neither could move the ball well. It's just Iowa got the turnovers. This is the game that Iowa yeah. wanted to play. It's exact. Iowa wanted. Iowa. Wanted. I think they. I, first of all, I think they have six. Well, actually, well, fuck. Now I think about it. Purdy had three interceptions, and then um, Penix Jr. had four the week before, and Brees yeah. Hall had a turnover. So I think they have at least eight turnovers on defense that they've done. And that and was think, your argument for Iowa State, that you didn't think Iowa was going to get this, this. No, I didn't think they were going to have yeah. as many turnovers. I thought they were going to take care of the football, and they didn't. They and, did I, and I think the stat was they have four non-offensive touchdowns already this yeah. year to yeah. either Two special teams or defensive. I mean, we're talking about a very elite defense. Elite. And the, the, you know what's funny is Ashton Kutcher on college game day, he's a big college football fan, and he's on game big day. He's awesome. Fan. Yeah, big Iowa guy. He went to Iowa. And he he brought up a good point. He said, Iowa has not given up more than 24 points in, like, five straight years. Wow. like That's insane. That's an insane story. Yeah, Holy and, shit. And coming from, a, coming from, you know, a team that doesn't play Ohio State every year, but they do play them roughly yeah. every other, every three years, being in their conference – on the other side of the division. I mean, it was an incredibly elite division. Do you guys want to know how many offensive yards Iowa had in this game? It was stupid. It was like 200. Was it something? I, like that? I would probably say less. Less. 
They had 173. Yeah. I knew they threw for like 60 you. yards Bro, there's a, like that. There's they had a dip. 173 yeah. yards on offense. And, and, and that was the difference. Iowa one team State. punt it and one team turned the ball over. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, they're uh, so fucking disciplined and they know their system so well. Yeah. That, I mean, that's why they're so tough. Brian I mean, Balaga, Iowa. Yeah. And that and that's what Iowa is. Just yeah. like I mean, Brian Balaga, George Kittle, Hawkinson, you know what I mean? They've got that elite. I mean, uh Josh Mike, Jackson. Mike I Hughes mean, he didn't just, work out in the NFL. But Mike Hughes at corner just made a yeah. great play for the Chiefs last week on an interception. Like, that's what they are. They're fucking elite on defense, they're elite offensive line, and they have good tight ends. Their quarterback, I mean, CY's really down on their quarterback, but he's just a solid game manager. Like he's he from NorCal. He just did his job. He knew his role. Doesn't turn the ball over, hands the ball off, yeah. and fucking they play tough and, and physical. And Tyler Goodson got shut down. Like Iowa State is there. Think just, about it. Brock Purdy was trying <laughs> to do too much yeah. because when the running game didn't work out, he tried to go deep, and these corners are fucking elite. I was so frustrated with that game because they weren't out of this game. No, they weren't. You know, at all. And they just gave it they away to an extent. Or more, Iowa took it away, you know? It was one of those things where it was like, it, it kind of felt like the Georgia Clemson game, right? Where it's like, Iowa State's not losing by a lot, but it's like, Iowa's shutting them the fuck down. Yeah, they're, they're dominating. Like, dominating. they're just consistently, yeah. like, they can't fucking, Purdy's fucking turning the ball over, Brees Hall fumbles. It was like, frustrating it was for three constant. and a half quarters to watch that. And the quarterback change helped a little bit. And, you know, Iowa State went Lefty. down and scored a, scored a <laughs> touchdown. That was cool. <laughs> um, but a little too late, you know. And I'm not sure if that quarterback started, he would have had that sort of momentum going mm-hmm. in. I was kind of just like a, I'm coming in, I'm going to go th- score a touchdown because they're not ready for me type yeah. situation. Because if he started the game, he's going to have three picks too. The one thing I, t- I want to touch on before we move on about Iowa State, and I'm not disagreeing with what CY said about Iowa State not reaching the top of the hill, but I, I still think at the end of the day, like I give a lot of credit to what Matt Campbell's done in Iowa State because they were so bad. Like, yeah. no. when we were growing up, like, Iowa State was nothing. Was like, it was like, is. Iowa State fade. Like, they're they're never going to win. They're nothing. Yeah. He's done a great job. And you know what? He brought them to a top 10 team this year. And they're a top 25 program yeah. right now. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, he's, sure. he's done a phenomenal job with that program. You know what I mean? He's built something. He's Like I said, with he's... possible I mean, two first-round draft picks as yeah. well in that linebacker. And we're watching and the Bears Hall. game. David Montgomery's an Iowa State yeah. alum. You know what I mean? He was great there, too. Like... They've had guys there, and he's done a phenomenal job. So I'm not taking anything away from what he's done there. It's just unfortunate um, that yes, like this was kind of their year. Yeah, and they, because if they, they went really, out, it still means nothing. Yeah, yeah, because at the end of the day, like they're not going to be Oklahoma either. No, unfortunately. So either way, I mean, Iowa looked great, and now Iowa's ranked number five and six, depending on what poll you're looking at right now, and they're looking to compete. Right? I want to bring them up later, so let's save the Iowa okay. talk. I have some. I have, a, I have a segment I want to get to. Uh, All right. Okay. The the next biggest the next biggest conversation, honestly, I think is Texas. I mean, Texas is not fucking back. No, and and that hurt your soul. That fucking hurt. See why I was really big on Texas. Um, and a lot of people were coming off that week one performance, which is fine. I mean, they beat, and I'm not taking anything away from that week one performance because they beat a really good group of five team, but they got beat on every single. Every single second of that game, yeah. Arkansas really Dominated. did fucking give it to them. Do you know how – okay, this is my thing with Texas, right? Texas is like, we're going to the fucking SEC. We're big dogs. You <laughs> just lost to a very bad SEC team. Very bad. Mm. Do you know how many wins Arkansas has had in the last three years in SEC? Combined? Last, last three? Combined. SEC wins. I'll guess 
five. Yeah, I was going to say like four. Nine. Oh, okay. wow, that's not bad. I mean, three. Three years. <laughs> three a year three per conference year. wins. I thought they yes. went one year when they went When zero. you're playing Mississippi State, Ole Miss. I thought you're they went playing Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. You're still playing Vanderbilt. You're still playing fucking. Kentucky. Yeah, like teams you can. Tennessee, who's been really bad. Like, that's not good, Texas. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm with that. That's not good. And you want to compare yourself to Texas A&M? You're nowhere close. You are nowhere close to Texas A&M. Not on any wavelength. They got out physical match, out physically matched. They got out coached. They got, I mean, they just got beat up. They did. They got they, beat up. And now they're in this whirlwind of who they're starting at quarterback next yeah. week. Yeah. I cannot. Because now Casey Thompson. I, I jumped out. I jumped yeah. on the Texas train with CY last week. And I hate, I shit on Texas every week besides yeah. last week. And I'm just regretting every moment. No, it. it was very disappointing to me. You know what? Honestly, it's I actually think Texas is is more talented than Arkansas was in that football game. Like the players-wise. B. John Robinson, you know what I mean? They have a lot better players. I just think Texas was completely outcoached. And at the line of scrimmage, they, just were, they were just better prepared overall. And it was at home. And Arkansas, they wanted that fucking game. They like, did. Yeah. They, the, they, the fans, the team. They stormed the field. The coach. They stormed the field. They put. They Took knocked goal, down the fucking goalposts. Goal yeah, I like think it was dessert. a huge SEC statement. Like, hey, you're going to come over. It's it was. been drama. And they're like, yeah, you don't belong here. Yeah, it was. It was. You don't belong here. It was, which is fine. It was a chest out game. But I'm still going to push back on the whole narrative that Texas won't compete in the SEC. Because at the end of the day, like, this is still Texas. I still think like, they will. Don't get give, me wrong. But give, it was Sarkeesian, a, give Sarkeesian his time. It was a look in the mirror. Year. It was no, a big I mean, absolutely. In, no matter what happens the rest of the year, Sarkeesian, he will get better. Mm-hmm. And I will never quote Matthew McConaughey again. <laughs> That's it. That was my one week of Texas love. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm still going to push back on the Texas not being able to compete. Was this a bad loss? For, it was a fucking terrible loss. They, look, they looked fucking terrible. Hudson Card... It looked absolutely atrocious. He got benched. Casey Thompson brought them a little bit of life, but wasn't nearly enough. This Arkansas team, and I'm going to give their quarterback a little bit of credit. He looked very poised and very controlled. He looked good. Yeah, he looked good. And they ran the ball fucking extremely well, too. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a Texas team that put up a ton of points the week before against Louisiana Lafayette, and they got shut the fuck down. So I'm not taking anything away from Arkansas, but I still definitely think that Texas is going to be able to compete in the future. I, I don't okay. think it'll be an issue at all, to be honest with you. So we'll see, and we'll obviously watch that very closely. They destroyed my parlays, dude. Yeah, they did. Yes, I know CYMB. You guys are both really big on them, so... Um, let's talk about two really big disappointments, Notre Dame and Texas A&M. Both teams were 17-point favorites, Notre Dame being 16-point favorites against Toledo and Colorado. I mean, two top 10 teams, two teams that were 4-5 and five last year at the end of the season and are fucking struggling, like Let, very much struggling. Let's talk about their games because we'll talk about them as a team later on. Let's talk about these games. Like, Notre Dame... Easily could have lost this game if the guy doesn't, if the guy falls down in front of the end zone like he was going to instead of going in. Fucking really gives close. him enough time. Notre Dame goes down, dislocated finger. Cohen pops <laughs> it in and then goes and dude football moves. guy. Yeah, football That's guy. A football guy. That's a football guy for sure. Um, and then Texas A&M, they score with a minute twenty left to take the lead for the first time all game. They were seventeen point favorites as Kmore mentioned. So it was Notre Dame, and they both squeak one out. I mean, I know good teams win, but. These were some big-time scares for both programs. I, I would say for Notre Dame, at least, um, my concern is you have every single piece on defense to be great. They do. And you're just 
giving up yards. You're getting eaten in the trenches. You're allowing the running game to give just, up a lot destroy of points. you. So that so two weeks in a row, Notre Dame, who is supposed to be, you know, top defensive tier, yeah, team a defensive too. beat you in the trenches, punch you in the mouth team, is getting punched in the mouth, and they're still winning because Jack Conan is making plays. He's actually a good quarterback. Yeah, he's which, make, is, which he's, is not exactly what anyone yeah. thought. He's making plays on top of the the two programs haven't been great. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, that is my concern is the Notre Dame defense. And A&M can't score. And A&M, A&M can't score. score. Um, they they barely won this game. They not Colorado is better than people are giving them credit for. Yeah. Did you guys see this game? It was at Mile High. Like sold out. It was packed. It was fucking packed. Which is sick. They they packed out Mile non, High. Non conference packed. I love Colorado. Just the state in general. Blaine <laughs> got to be <laughs> it's on your that favorite field. place. Right? I, I've been there recently. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know that, but um, I mean, both teams obviously just really disappointed in what we've seen so far. Texas A&M, especially on offense. I mean, the defense looks phenomenal. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's elite. To be honest with you, like, they look great on defense. But it's weird because Jimbo Fisher's an offensive guy. Right. right? He's had great offenses when he had um, Jameis Winston before. I mean, Dalvin Cook. Like, he's been able to move the ball. And he's he's had great offenses in the past. So, it's weird to see him only putting up 10 points in a football game. And they lose King. A yeah. helper. Hey, does it. that helper hurt him? Bro, oh, no, it hurts him. It, <laughs> it hurts him because they're, they're. I mean, back. they're not scoring anyways. He's, he's very inaccurate, like a really, really good arm, and very inaccurate. Yeah, but like surprising. So who's there was a quarterback competition going in, and it was um, wasn't the Stanford transfer? I have no idea who the fuck. I don't know who the backup is. is. Okay, I thought it was a Stanford transfer, but I could so, be wrong. But that guy played, you know, at least a half. He of played football. okay. I think they didn't. Yeah, they didn't really do shit. Two and a half quarters. I mean. We'll see what happens here. I just think they they have two fucking or Spiller at running back is a fucking great running back. I don't know why they're not using him. Obviously, they're going to be more physical than Colorado in the trenches, yeah. and they were, but yet they you didn't put, run the ball nearly you put enough. One touchdown on Colorado with uh, Spiller as your running back. Yeah, like that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and then Notre Dame. I mean, I just don't. I just don't get the defense. Like I said, we've got the best safety in college football, if not number three, you know what I mean? Like he's right there and one of the best defensive safeties in, in football or one of the best defensive players in football. And like B said, I mean, we're, we're in the trenches, smack you in the mouth team and we're getting fucking smacked in the mouth and it's fucking bizarre. And yeah, it's weird. Weirdly enough, Jack Cohen is the guy fucking saving us, yeah. which I'm down with like in a that's, weird way. Like that's tight. That's a big fuck you to Wisconsin. It's a fucking huge fuck you. Cause we're going to be we're playing them in two weeks. two weeks. So it's like, I mean, at some point, our luck is going to run out. And same with Texas A&M, especially with, like, we have to stop teams on defense. Like, yeah. it, it just doesn't make sense. We're not, it's not, that's not Notre Dame. That's not Texas A&M. We need to be better there. And I don't see either team deserving of a top 10 ranking right now. So, definitely something to look out for for both of those teams to see how they're going to do Where are they put them at in the ranking this week? Uh, Notre Dame's, I think, 10. And Texas A&M's, like, 8. Okay. So they both they both went back a little bit. Okay. So deservedly, you know what I mean. I mean the teams behind them don't necessarily deserve to be higher than them, but we'll get into my top ten in a minute. So we'll gotcha. see. Um, moving forward, um, USC. I mean, we're talking about a huge week for the Pac-12. USC being a top, you know, fifteen to seventeen team in the country, and they look. F- I mean, honestly, I was we were watching that football game, CY, and. There, there was at no point in that game where I was like, USC is going to win this game. Well, first off. Stanford looked fucking good. First off, their kicker gets fucking targeting on the opening kickoff. Guy's a dude. The kicker. 
Targeting, throwing out for the game. That's tight. helmet to helmet. A yeah. Degenerate of the week. Kicker gets targeted. Guy's a yeah. dude. Guy's a dude. And, <laughs> but the guy's got to be so jacked up. I mean, when does a kicker get fucking targeting? Right. It might never happen again. Probably not. My, first play of the game too. First play of the game. Guy's a dude. So my thing is, is like, <laughs> I want to sit here and say like I'm disappointed. You know, SU is one of my teams in the pack, but am I shocked? It's fucking. They do this every year. Yeah. They drop a game early to like a Stanford. But you know what? Hats off to Tanner McKee. He's a fucking dude. He looked good. He's a dude. And he, so Stanford's cow. a different team. Stanford's a different team than week one. Yeah. No, like he, they got blown up by Kansas State. He's the guy. Stanford's going to be a bulgeable. I'll tell you right now, they're going to win games. Like they're, I'm not against that. They're, they're going to win games. He's good. But SC, I mean, they look like shit. They gave up a ton of points. They didn't look efficient on offense. Same old shit. And then, sure enough, it's same old shit too. Because I mean, let's be honest: USC at every single level of position, skill, and in the trenches, elite, are better than Stanford. Yeah, they're better. It it's, comes. It's down, not even close. It comes down to coaching, game planning, and just overall preparation. Yeah. And I'm gonna. I mean, I I had Clay Helton getting fired. I kind of saw that the writing was on the wall there. I just think it's hilarious that it was a week two loss that fucking got them. They got him out. Like it's hilarious. To We've me. been begging for this on the podcast for now two, you know, a season. I mean, he's lasted games. for eight seasons, which is beyond. Yeah, me. which is but crazy. All he last the, year, every single game, we're yeah. calling for his head. Yeah. He had the best US best record as a USC coach in the first two seasons, all time. Well, crazy? he had Darnold there. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, those those teams were really good. Leonard yeah. Williams, Sam Darnold. But like, he needed to go. It was time for teams. him to go. Yeah. No, it was absolutely time for him to go. And. um See why I mentioned like when we did our college football preview that like USC necessarily wouldn't care if they had a bad year. They'd still keep Clay Helton kind of thing. But this shows to me and and I'm actually excited and I hate USC, but it shows to me that, you know what, this fucking university does fucking care about their football team and they're not okay with losing to Stanford, which is good, which I like. That shows that, you know what, we know we're USC. We're fucking better than this. We're going to go out there now. Hopefully, I'm fucking hoping deep down that they go out and get a guy. Because honestly, college football is better when USC is fucking good. No. Like, that's that's a fact. Yeah. Growing up for us, you know what I mean? When USC was really fucking good, I hated it. But you know what? College football was fucking amazing. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and even when Sam Darnold was there, you know what I mean? Like, it was exciting. Matt Barkley, you know what I mean? Like, when they had dudes, Steve Smith, you know what I mean? All those guys, fucking uh, receiver and... Um, Dwayne Jarrett, you know what I mean? Like they were fucking like Matthews. They were fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like Ray Malou, like those teams were fucking sick. So like I want them to be good again and I really fucking hope that they get a fucking good hire because they've missed on the last three. I mean, they missed on every single one since Pete Carroll, honestly, but like they need the fucking guy this time. So I hope they, I hope the candidates they can pull from someone strong. They're like, going to pull someone big. I hope so. Like, like, like want to just get into that? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, let's get into it. What's, I, your, what's your top? What's your choice? My choice? Your if, choice. If you're the USC AD. I mean, I'm calling. Obviously, I'm going to call everyone until they tell me no, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll call everyone. Who actually takes a look at that job? I think, obviously, the, the obvious choice is Fickle's going to yeah. They're gonna call Fickle. I yeah. fucking love that. I, I don't know if he takes that job. He's not leaving. He said today he wasn't, but everyone's blowing smoke. He's not leaving. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's the same AD. He knows who he's working for. He knows how to recruit. Stop it. But <laughs> don't, I mean, br- it, don't break up the Bearcat. Nation. It was the AD who hired him at fucking Cincinnati. Yeah. So that's why it makes the most sense. I don't want Franklin. Like, 
James I, Franklin. James never. Franklin's a nine. He's, he could get fired at Penn State. No, he could. Like, I don't know why James Franklin's like a name that's been like all of a sudden James Franklin's like an elite coach. Yeah. It's like he's I don't, very close. Like he went he went like 0 5 to start the so, season last year. Like, come on. You know who actually I've been so I've been all over the place with this and like thinking of different names and who's realistic, right? Like, I don't think Mario Cristobal is realistic. I saw that. I don't think he leaves Oregon. I saw that. Like that was an interesting one. I don't think he I don't think Oregon. he leaves Oregon because I think he's built something there and he would have to start over at USC. Yeah. And, and he's maybe, already pulling out of SoCal. Yeah, and he's, maybe his program because obviously USC does have that mystique about it over Oregon. I would say with the tradition to where they would get a little bit more elite, where they pull like that Joe McKnight from Florida. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So like I get that, but I think he's already built something at Oregon to where he doesn't have like he wouldn't want to start over. I think Jack Del Rio is a bad hire. I would not like them to. Get, I heard that name's alum. His name's been. You hate that? The, I hate that. The, I don't hate that. The Urban Meyer talk is just absolutely asinine. No, that's not. I, I don't think Come that's. On. I don't think that's as asinine as you think. I think he hates Jacksonville. I think he hates it there. The city. Bro, did you see like, that, that, every, bro, that report, report that came they announced that he doesn't want to be. Like, he doesn't want to be there. there. I I I just he got think, Trevor Lawrence in a fucking gift. So and he he doesn't want to be he, there. There's reports out that he's freaking out over losing preseason games. So, and it just doesn't belong it, in the NFL. It's different. Yes. And here, and here's the difference with NFL and college. And like you watch um, Nick Saban, right? There's always a fucking video of Nick Saban. And it actually came out last week of him screaming at a football player, right? Yeah. Because he's they're so fucking intense and tightly wound that in college football, like you don't lose a football game. Mm-hmm. Like you can't. Like you lose you one can't. football game. You're done. And you're either done or you need help to get into the playoff of the BCS yeah. championship. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. That's fucking, it's that intense, right? Where NFL, it's different, right? It's a slow process. Matchups matter. Coaching matters. You know what I mean? There's a lot There's a lot more that that kind of goes into effect there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Playoffs and things like that. Where, like, Urban Meyer going to that, I don't know if he was ready mentally to understand the differences in that. Where it's like, he loses that football game and he's fucking losing his mind. Yeah, losing Which his I mind. get. You know what I mean? Like, c- coming from that college environment and... And losing game, he's, he's not gonna, he's not gonna game fucking last favored in too. We all said that, like, and like yeah. weirdly, like he would be if I, I'm USC. He's number one candidate. I honestly think it sounds I, weird. I think he misses like the recruitment aspect and like kind of the yeah. hustle too, because he's kind of that guy where um, I remember my buddy Cameron Hunt when he was being recruited by him at Ohio State. He was like, Urban Meyer is super fucking cocky on like a recruiting trip, and like he comes in and it's like he's the fucking man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he likes that. You know what I mean? I think Urban Meyer is kind of that asshole to where he misses that. And like, men are, he was on hard knocks and he shook McCarthy's hand and they were like talking, you know, the differences. And he said something like, it's just football. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just football, which I don't I don't think he dislikes, but I think he definitely like. Li- he even said he's like, oh, I haven't done one recruitment call or things like that. But like, I think he liked that. Uh, too. Yeah, for sure. He, that's all he yeah. knew. Like, yeah, that's, that was, that's that what was, he knows. That that's, that's his element. And I think he enjoyed that element we're getting so deep into urban meyer right yeah, now you're way deep into so did, bring us back i'm gonna bring us back but like I'm, he's I'm, fucking sick in college yeah. football though i would you know love I mean? him se that would be unbelievable like they would be a fucking contender in powerhouse. a year powerhouse <laughs> if i'm the ad i'm getting on the phone with the carolina panthers mm. i'm calling joe brady on that Ooh. offensive coordinator I'm calling joe brady because the last time we saw joe brady in college football was the greatest thing we've seen in college i don't football. hate that that's actually a good call i i love i don't that. like eric Bieniemy. i don't think eric Bieniemy is the guy uh i'm gonna double down on what uh b just said that joe brady call right there it that good call. would fire me up and i would i would probably go as far as say i'd probably be a usc fan that's i crazy. love that 
But honestly, <laughs> well, I mean, for you, I don't, I mean, I fuck with Wisconsin, but I'm like, see why I don't have like, I'm not wearing the shirt and screaming at fucking fans every Saturday. Yeah. Joe, Brady team, you know? Joe Brady be sick. Joe Brady be sick. Joe Brady be sick. And they need, they need a name. I'm sorry, but you're USC. You need a name. You don't hire a fucking Clay Helton, nobody no. offensive coordinator that no one gives a fuck you about. Don't, you know you, who I kind of like, which is like a dark horse sleeper for me, which I think would be a great, great hire. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, Ermeyer, I think, number one. I actually really like Joe Brady call, too. I didn't think about that. I love the Joe Brady call. I I really like Doug Peterson. I think that would be a fucking slam dunk dark horse. Guy won a Super Bowl a few years ago. That's not a bad call. I fucking think he would do great there. He's a name, knows how to win, does the football stuff, right? They're going to recruit well. They're USC. They're USC. They keep their kind of recruiting staff. The problem isn't the roster. No. Like, that's not the issue. So you bring in a guy who's won a Super Bowl a few years ago with Nick Foles? The guy knows yeah. how to win. The guy's how to coach football. Give me some Doug Peterson. That's, for that's actually says. fucking dirty. That's I, dirty. I, I really well, like He's kind of in the shadows, obviously, because he's not coaching right now. He, so. He's a D coordinator, right? He's, is he? Is he somewhere? He's he in, got uh, hired somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't think he was coaching anywhere. Oh, maybe not. I thought he was, but he I didn't think he was coaching anywhere. I like that. Um, obviously, the other name that I'll just throw out there that a lot of people are super high on is obviously Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Um, I don't think he fits. He's a Midwest guy. I don't think he fits in. So him probably. and uh, Fleck do not fit SC. Fleck's kind of Yeah, sick. I've heard the Fleck thing too. Fleck's kind of sick. Fleck, no, nah, I don't want Fleck there. He, he doesn't have the persona. He doesn't. You, you got to have some kind of persona about yourself where like Pete Carroll, I know Brandon hates him on the sideline chewing gum or whatever the fuck he's doing, going into, you know, people's houses, being that guy like, Pete Carroll was a fucking idiot and I hate him, but right. he was the dude at USC. All right. So moving forward into other topics, Florida State losing on the walk-off Hail Mary to Jacksonville State. I mean, really pretty, fu- pretty fucking it. pathetic. Just I brutal. mean, yeah, pretty pathetic, to be honest with you. Coming off a very emotional game against Notre Dame and people were weirdly praising Mike Norvell for what he's done. And now people are looking for his head. So Jacksonville State got blown out by UAB week one. UAB is not a terrible team, but. Okay. But still, but if you're going like apples and or- but if you're going but apple still. and oranges like that, then UAB gets blown out by Georgia. So yeah, I mean, like in turn, Florida State, you are a fucking joke. They're Florida terrible. Florida State should hire Dion. Stop. Ne- <laughs> but hey, Neon Dion. By definition, yes, Florida State is trash, and Mike Norvell is the reason for it, unfortunately, and he's the garbage man. Yeah. Um, some big injuries. Obviously, we touched on Texas A&M with Haynes King, their quarterback. He's going to be out. I think, like I said, six to eight weeks with a fractured ankle yep he's got like a bone fracture in his yeah, ankle leg so. I, th- I believe that's going to be seasoned but probably be, honestly yeah. i don't see how that wouldn't be i mean that's a somewhat serious injury how the fuck is he gonna, gonna come back for a bowl game yeah you're gonna like, fucking come back and yeah get shit on by bama later in the year i don't know i mean the defense is still strong we'll see how the backup quarterback does but jimbo needs to figure out that offense especially now with your starting with your starting quarterback out gonna be challenging huge one that's flying very under the radar phil jakovic over at uh, boston college boston college just recently got ranked um, like number 20-ish right now, I want to say, and losing your starting quarterback. For the year. Who and surgery. a lot of people have is, you know, potentially a really NFL hurts my dark, guy. Really hurts my dark horse yeah, there. And they, were, and they were looking like a dark horse, man. They yeah. were beating up the teams they were supposed to beat up. They were taking care of business every single week. So One we didn't mention either is Skylar Thompson, uh, Kansas State yeah. quarterback. He's hurt. Yeah. He was um, going to be a draft pick. He was. He's a good player. Yeah. And he's out. I think he's out for the year. Jeez. Uh, he's out for Kansas a State had looked pretty good. They had. Two weeks. So he's out as well. Um, all right. Time for K Morg standing go team of the week. K Morg, who gets the bell this week for standing ovation? I mean, the obvious, 
you have the obvious choice, obviously Oregon. Hard to go against them. I mean, hard hard to beat against them. I mean, they beat the number three team in the country. Obviously, I like to be a little bit different. Um, Iowa, obviously, being the other team that's pretty obvious, winning a very very fucking good game. Um, those are those are two tough ones. Houston looked fucking. You know, you know who I'm honestly give it to, and this is gonna sound bizarre, but Oklahoma looked fucking unreal, and they beat the shit out of Western Carolina, seventy six nothing. Yeah. And it, I think it was kind of one of those games where it was like, you know what, take a, take out week one, don't ever fucking look at it again. You yeah. know what I mean? And I like that because That's I like I so. still think Oklahoma is a great fucking team. It's a good and standing out. And I think this proved to them that you know what, we're that fucking team. We're gonna shut out a team regardless of who they are, and we're gonna put up a fuck ton of points. I um, love that. And standing O player Stetson Bennett. Oh, hey, Georgia, yeah. fucking dude, right? Georgia quarterback and was off. Georgia looked fucking unreal. I think they won like fifty-five to seven. They at zero. They shut out. They had a shut was out. it shut out? Yeah, and against out UAB, who looked really good week one against again Jacksonville State that we talked about. Um, and Stetson Bennett threw for five touchdowns. I mean, Georgia rolls again. Hard to argue them not being the best team in the country with Bama, considering what we've seen on the field. And Stetson Bennett looked great with their backup quarterback for Georgia. So. Um, standing O player of the week. I'm going to give it to Stetson Bennett. Nice. Who do you got? Ooh, for player of the week? Or team, either one. Team or player of the week. I mean, I got to go with Oregon. I got to stick with my guns yeah, there. I mean, it's hard for me to go against it. Um, I don't really have a player, but team, I go with Oregon. Mississippi Please. State. Ooh. Fuck, man. That's a good one. I mean, my cheese dick or fucking assholes of the week is NC State. So. Yeah. Cheese dick of the week? Yeah. I mean, God damn it. I mean, I was... There you go. Cheese dick of the week. I was a believer of the NC State train, and like I said, they had a lot of teams back. And honestly, their defense, in my opinion, still looked really good. I just thought the play calling on offense was fucking terrible for them. It was bad. Like, they got down to the red zone, and they're doing wildcat bullshit, fucking pump passes, and they Fuck couldn't yeah. move cheese the ball. Cheese dick of the week. And they couldn't move the ball in the second half at all. Fucking and cheese dicks. I still think <laughs> NC State can be a good football team. I just think they look fucking terrible. So I'm really disappointed at what I saw in NC State. Yeah. Uh, my cheese dick team of the week is Utah. Ooh, that's a good one. Fucking dickheads lost to BYU. First time that um, that coach has lost to BYU. Whittingham. I Whittingham. like Whittingham a lot. It was just a bad performance. Utah. Yeah. I mean, is it fair to say Washington again? Cheese that's dick. Very, very <laughs> no, they fair. just suck. They're I mean, not cheese dick. They just no, suck. they're just not good. I mean, we didn't good. we didn't talk about them. It's, it's Texas at bro. all. Texas oh yeah, it's dick. Texas. Texas too. Fucking cheese dicks, dude. It's Sarkeesian. It's everybody. I mean, there's like I said, there's been total anarchy, anarchy in complete. college football because it's great. I mean, we're I talking. I love it. I Except for my bets are pretty bad lately. Yeah, I don't know exactly when C. Wanna talk about you know Iowa, but Iowa is somewhat a factor in the college football playoff. Well, if you look at their schedule, let's get into it then because this is the segment I want to go with, and we kind of did it last week, but I wrote down ten teams, and it's real or fraud, right? Okay. But I want you to say real or fraud for each of these teams. It's early, okay. It's early, but it's overreactions. I get it, it is. It is, but I love it. They can still be real and be a very good team. They don't have to be a playoff team. Yeah. Are they a really good team, or is it, these are all two and zero? Like, teams. are they a top ten team? Are they? A, are they a team that's going to compete? Be here at the end of the year. Yeah. All right. Okay. First, let's one. do it. UCLA. Real. I think UCLA is really physical. I could see them running the table in the pack. Like I said, I'm going to see. All right. Penn State. Fake. Don't like them wow. at all. Um, I think they have a good, not great defense, and I don't like their quarterback at all, Sean Clifford. I, I think they could, they're going to get killed by uh, Iowa when they play them because I know they're going to play them at Iowa too. B? This one's tough to say. 
I'm, I'm going to hold off, see what they do against Auburn. Okay. Uh, Kentucky. Uh, real. I don't like that they barely, they squeaked out that win against Missouri, but I think Missouri is a little bit better than people think. Um, I'm going to go with real. Fake. Wow. Okay. Auburn. Fake. Fake. They, 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 they just beat some slap dick by 60. Twice. People want me In to a think, row. People want me to think that <laughs> Bo Nix is like, they want the everyone wants me to just fall back on the Bo Nix train, but I'm sorry, <laughs> fuck Bo Nix. He's still trash. I will, I will never. Um, you know, I'm gonna answer the Penn State and Auburn one in one sentence. Hey, I mean, there you Auburn, on Monday. Auburn wins. All Penn right. State's fake. Auburn's real. I'm. I they think, do I this think, to me every year. I think it's gonna be a whiteout game too. Is this a whiteout game? I think it's gonna be a whiteout game. Auburn wins in Penn State whiteout game. All right, Ole Miss. Um, real. I like Matt Coral. I really like Heisman, Matt Coral. Heisman odds keeps going up and up. And his draft stock. Yeah. Like real saying they're a top 10 team. I'm going to say no. Okay. Because their defense is not very good. I think they beat Texas A&M right now. I don't Ooh. think – I don't – yeah, maybe with the backup quarterback. But I don't think uh, – like Matt Corral, he's a good quarterback. He's electric. He has a big arm. I get it. But, like, I don't know if he's that as good of a decision maker as people think he is. Okay. Rutgers. Top ten, no, but I mean, but like, are they a re- real real for Rutgers? Yes, like okay. they have a. You know what's funny is I thought their offense was going to be a lot better considering what they did against Temple. They struggled a little bit against Syracuse, but you know what? They still pulled out the victory on the road. Tough win, and their defense looked great. I'm going to go with real, and I like yeah. uh, Shiano. Yeah. I, and that was actually one of my best bets last week. A uh, fake. I think Syracuse is a dumpster fire. So okay. could be. I think I know the answer for Iowa. This is. Yeah, for Iowa, it's like, are they real, like, top 10? Um, I'm going to say they're, like, right on there. Like, I think they're anywhere from, like, 7 to 10 in the country. Um, obviously, an elite defense. Like, top five defense in the country. But they're going to get a, into a game against, let's say, an Ohio State in the in the Big Ten Championship game where I don't – scoring, you know, 20, 21 points in a game isn't going to get it done. Because at the end of the day, it's still Ohio State's offense with that explosiveness to where, like, Oregon was winning majority of that game. A lot of, you know, well, all of that game. But, like, one second, all of a sudden, Ryan Day sp- picked up the tempo, and then Alave went for a streak. Yeah. Like, and Iowa doesn't have that firepower to come back with that yeah, streak. That happens, That's my problem. Not. Like, do I think they're real as in, like, right in there, that fringe top 10? Yes. Do I think they're a playoff team, and do they do well in the playoffs? I don't think they would. Real, I can't name a team after Bama that could score on them mm. as, as of right now. So interesting. That's fair. They have a, a very elite defense. I'm with that. Texas A&M, fake. I I thought they were kind of overrated going into the year. To be honest with you, I do think they have a good defense, but I think Iowa is better. I think they've seen teams that have better defenses. Um, I could see them losing. Um, a couple of these conference games coming up. I I think fake. I think they drop out of the top twenty-five by the end of the year. Wow. That's a big drop. That's a full-on fake. Yeah. Michigan. It's a tough one. They look good two games in a row. Like, top 25, yeah. I think they're a top 25 team this year. Um, their quarterback plays a lot better this year. So, I like that. And their defense is great. I like, I've like. i liked Hutchinson at the DN position. So, um, I'm going to give them, like, a top 25, yes. So, not real, but not fake. Yeah, like, they're, they're, like, somewhere in between. Like, they're... Like honestly, like they they could beat a Penn State, they could beat a Wisconsin, but they, they couldn't could. they couldn't beat an Iowa and they couldn't beat Ohio State. Real bell goes oh, down, boy. 
Bell goes down and another playmaker emerges and just beats the shit out of Washington. They're going to compete and give Ohio State hell. All right. It. Last one, Notre Dame. Uh, they're they're right there. Like they're they'll figure it out. They'll be better at the end of the year, but I don't I don't see them being in the playoff. They might be a New Year's Six bowl kind of like in that um borderline for that. Yeah, like an 8 to 8 to 14 at the end of the season. They're right there. Like they'll they'll get better on defense and I like what Jack Cohen's doing, so fuck it. He might be a dude. I'm I'm going to say real. I, I'm on the Jack Cohen train. Yeah, he's kind of if a If your dude. defense can figure it out, you guys might be really scary. Like, why is Jack Cohen a dude? He's kind of fucking good. <laughs> or we're just used to Ian Book. Like, he went, no, I mean, uh, he went full on game manager at Wisconsin to throwing fucking dimes at Notre Dame. I'm yeah, confused. No, kind of let him air it out. Fuck it. All right, time for K. Morgan's top 10 every week. Starting now, we have a few weeks under our belt. K. Morgan will give his top 10, not based on the AP poll, but he believes are the 10 best teams in the country. I'm gonna go one to ten, Ooh. because I feel like, you know, obviously one is we, right. Yeah, we okay. know you, you know okay. what's gonna happen up there. I think I feel like fair enough. You know, eight I to like ten this. is more surprising than I anything. like this. All right, I like it. Um, so number one, Bama. Okay, I don't see any argument there. I hope fair. you guys are on the same page. Fair. Two, Georgia. Again, same thing. Looking unreal. Uh, three, I have Oklahoma. Um, some people have Oklahoma four, but I like Oklahoma. Obviously, like I said, I think they're national championship potential team and they just blew the shit out of a team. So I like that a lot. Fair. Uh, I have Oregon at four. Yeah. Um, most, <laughs> most impressive win this season by far, obviously with Georgia competitive there, but in, in the shoe, Oregon looked phenomenal. Like I said, I'm worried about their quarterback play moving forward, but from what I've seen on the field, you got to give it up to them. I mean, they, they deserve that ranking. Um, I have Clemson at five. Okay. So where I have it right there, if any slip up, I have Clemson getting right back there. In Thank the you. Because at the end of the day, like I said, I, I still think that Georgia loss isn't as bad as people think. They lost by a touchdown. The defense is still very impressive. DJ kind of shaky still. He didn't look great this last week, I thought, in my opinion. But give him time. Obviously, get a little more comfortable in the offense as a starter. I still think they can be very fucking good. Um, I have Iowa at six. For obvious reasons, they just beat Iowa State. A lot of people have them right there at five or six. I've got them at six just because I haven't seen anything from their offense, but fuck, they might not they need, need to. They might not need an offense, yeah. but I think they will to win those big games. So I'm at six. Seven, Cincinnati. Um, give me some Bearcats. Obviously, they haven't played anyone yet. They have a couple big games coming up, so we'll see how they play out, but I have them at seven for now. Eight, I have Ohio State. Um, a lot of people have them down at 10. I think the AP poll has them at 10 right now, but at the end of the day, they lost to fucking Oregon. Oregon's a good football team. I don't think they deserve to drop as far as a lot of people have them. And by a touchdown. Yeah, by a touchdown, too. Yeah. I, mean, I get it. They were a 14-point favorite, and they're yeah. the number three team in the country. So, But it's still a really good football team. I love team. that you kept them in the top ten because I would have been a little yeah. little upset. I'm good with it. Yeah, and, on, and honestly, like the teams below them, I can't make an argument that Ohio State isn't better than them, honestly. Okay. Uh, nine, I have A&M right now. Um, still a very elite defense. Obviously, didn't do well last week, but elite defense. Let's see how they do moving forward. I don't like them, but I still think based on the roster talent, they deserve to be kind of right there in that nine to fourteen range. Honestly, who's this ten? I want to hear ten. UCLA. Let's fucking go. I was like, oh I was like, is it going to be Notre Dame or UCLA? UCLA. Let's go. So I got UCLA there at ten. Obviously, a team that I really liked this year. Um, 
I'm riding with Chip Kelly and the Baby Bruins. You. Um, they've See, got them. I think AP uh, Pool has them around like uh, 12, 13-ish right now. They're right around there, yeah. You yeah. see. Uh, I like what I've seen on the field. Win. Obviously, a really big win against LSU. Um, they're going to play Fresno State this week. They're 11-point favorites. So Tough game. Um, tough game, but I still I still want to see how they can do and handle that because Oregon only beat them by seven. So um, really excited to see what I see out of the Bruins this year. Obviously, the big controversy here being I left Notre Dame out. Um, I have them right there. Like it's not like I have them in drop off, but just and that's just based off talent and roster. But they need to figure it out. Obviously, I like I said, I've, I've said it all year. Like they're not a top ten team the way they're playing right now. Agreed. They need definitely need to impress this next coming week to to slip back in for me. All right, so let's get into week three games. Preview them a little bit. We don't got to spend too much time on them, but um, I want to hear who you guys got in these games and uh, why. So first we have TD podcast favorite. Bearcat Nation traveling to Indiana, who was a top 10 team in the country to start the season. They've dropped out now. Oh, they were like 15-ish. Oh, somewhere right there. there. So, B, who do you got? Mortal Lock. Oh. Oh. Mortal Lock. Ooh. I know where this is going. Red Helmets. Ooh. Bearcat Nation. Oh, I hope they were the Red Helmets. I already put uh, eight units on it. Eight I'm units. ready to go. All right. I'm down with that. Obviously, obviously, I'm with Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I, I, I've said Indiana is pretty fake for the most part, so give me all the Cincinnati here. My only thing is offense took a while to get going last week. They did. Tied at halftime. Offense took a little bit to go in. Uh, defense mm-hmm. looks phenomenal. Was it Murray State they played last yeah. week? Yeah. Um, offense took a while to get going, but defense looks phenomenal, so I, I can see this being low scoring, or I can see Cincinnati blowing them out. I don't see Indiana doing much against uh, Cincinnati's defense. We have number 15, Virginia Tech, traveling to West Virginia. Um, I believe West Virginia is like a three-point favorite in this game. They West are. Virginia looked better in this game, last game, than they did week one. Who do you like and why? Uh, West Virginia is a three-point favorite at home against number 15, VTech. Uh, I was on West Virginia early. They lost to Maryland week one. I'm not overreacting to that game. I'm still going to ride with my team. I like West Virginia here. I think Virginia Tech is great on defense. I don't think they offer a lot on offense where I think I know West Virginia can score the football. So I think they're going to edge this one out. Give me West Virginia. I like West Virginia as well. Um, I just think Virginia Tech, that that team doesn't travel as well as they do at home or as they play at home. So give me West Virginia. A little overrated coming off that win against yeah. North Carolina, I think, honestly. Yeah, and I'll ride with that overreaction. I'm taking VTech's, <laughs> I'm taking VTech's defense against a lot of teams. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, they look good. Impressive team early in Michigan State. They travel to Miami to take on Jekyll and Hyde, number 24, Miami. <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde. Who do you got? Oh, this is, you hate State. Miami. Fucking fade Miami all year long. Jesus Christ. B. I told you last week to fade them, and they fucking App State covered. Yeah, I, I think Thorne might tear them up, and I love this over Michigan State. Michigan State, underrated performance at running back week one. The guy had like 200-plus with four touchdowns. Um, like me and CY were talking earlier, I mean, 20-plus 20, 20 uh, transfer portal guys at Michigan State. Yeah underrated as far as like the depth that they added over this offseason miami uh like i the app state game last week app state's a good football team so like i i'm kind of thinking i shouldn't look too far into them only winning by two points but i still very good app state's good i just don't think miami looked very good like i just don't i don't like that's a that's a fucking deep deep fucking uh travel for michigan state i think michigan state covers here i don't know if they win so i'm gonna take miami to win but i think michigan state covers Purdue goes to Notre Dame. Easy. Uh, Notre, Dame. Notre Dame. Easy. Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame bounces back big in this game. I, I think, think so, too. Big. I mean, Purdue's coming off a huge win against 
UConn, they won by 50 and it was like 50 to nothing. Yeah. And Purdue's a, a sneaky team. I UConn's think they're the worst actually team decent. Football. Yeah, Purdue's decent, but um, give me Notre Dame in the seven points. I think they. I think this, this has got to be a bounce back they, game. They haven't been covering, time. but I'm going to bet it. Yeah. Minus seven. All right. We have number 22 Penn State traveling to Auburn. Not, it's not the whiteout game because they're in Auburn. Are you? No, they're in Penn State, dude. I have at Penn State. Oh, is it is it? Did I write that wrong? You wrote that wrong. Okay, so it is. Is it a whiteout game? Because that changes everything. Yes. The whiteout game changes fucking. They're whiting out, and it's Penn State minus six. I I said it earlier. You um, flipped it. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. So it's Penn State's ten, and Auburn's twenty-two. Okay. Yeah. You so go. you flipped that. Yep. I said it earlier. I'm gonna. I'm. They do this to me every year. They get me excited. I'm gonna take Auburn. I'm gonna. You love Bo Nix. Stop. <laughs> you fucking love him. See why? What are you doing? I like the running back a lot. The wideout thing changes Tank a lot for me. Yeah. I was all on Auburn. Dodson. You know, fuck it. I'm going Auburn. I think Penn State's <laughs> overrated. It has nothing to do with Bo Nix. I think Penn State's fucking overrated. And he's still a better quarterback in this game. And you God, can't argue that. that. <laughs> Sean I mean, Clifford, Bo Nix. Battle, battle of trash. <laughs> battle of trash bags. I can't battle who's better. I have no idea who's better. At least Bo Nix can run. One has a t- one has a tin can, one has a plastic cover. Like yeah. Bo Nix at least can like move the football because he can run a little bit. Um Who do you got? I got Auburn. Yeah. No, first, I mean, no, fuck oh, that. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, fuck. They're going to win. They're gonna, oh, Auburn, fuck. That was so convincing. No. That was so convincing. No, 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 no. I got Penn State. You were so oh. convinced. <laughs> wow. oh, Auburn by a billion now. This, no, 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 no. This they is, score 60. Bo Nix fucking sucks. Everyone calm down. Bo Nix fucking sucks. At least Penn State has an elite defense that they can shut down a shitty quarterback like Bo Nix. I think so. it's a very close game. I think it's a very close I game. I think it is, too. It's, All right. it's six points for Penn State. It's a huge statement game for both teams. Number one, Alabama travels to Florida for SEC opener. Does anyone have anything Stop it. Stop. Do we no. have to talk about it? No, I like I like Bama and I like the points. Fourteen and a half. I've said it all year. I think I think Florida might be one of the biggest frauds in uh, college football. I'm not going to give you any Bama notes until they play Georgia. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. I I think like I said before, guys. I I think Florida's an absolute fraud. They didn't cover against USF last week, and they played their backup quarterback. Emory Jones got benched, and their backup quarterback actually he's a dude. He's he looked good. Um, I don't know if he's playing because I saw him pull, limp. Oh, up, yeah, he pulled his hamstring. Pulled in. a hammy. So I don't know if he's playing. But if they're playing Emory Jones, then Bama would win by 50. Yeah, it's going to be. Like, Bama. This Florida defense is terrible. Bama Bama will dominate this game. I think bet it early before this line gets even worse. I know you gave us a few bets already. Any more bets, K-Morg, that better should be aware of? No, I mean, to be honest with you, uh, the couple of the ones that we talked about already are some of my favorites. I like Bama 14 and a half. Very adamant about that. Give me Notre Dame minus seven and West Virginia minus three so far. Those those are actually my three favorites so far. Wait, uh, you don't like Bearcat Nation? My mortal lock of a uh, lifetime. On the road. They're going to beat the fuck. It's just Cincinnati's offense hasn't been as explosive as normal. I like the running back Jerome Ford. Um, I mean, you said not as explosive. That was two quarters. No, you know I'm with it. I think I think Cincinnati will cover that those four points. I could see uh, the first half being close, and I think they could explode second half. All right, my card last week in college football, I went five and eight, not great. Um, this week I got some more games. I think I'm gonna bounce back. I like the board, not as many games though. Um, I got Cincinnati. I had it at three and a half, so some's at four. They're at Indiana. I think they bounce back big this game. Um, I love Nevada giving two at Kansas State. We talked about Kansas State quarterback getting hurt. Nevada is a good team. I like them to go in there and win this game. So, is that like Nevada? Yeah. Oh, I was at Kansas State. Backup quarterback. 
Yeah, uh, Nevada's good. I know. Um, I like. I love Notre Dame. We talked about that against Purdue. Um, Bama, we talked about. They have, I have them on my card, minus 15 and a half. Um, I love USC this week. Going to Washington State, I think USC plays hard for that guy that they named Interim. He's one of the best recruiters in Southern California. Those players love him. SC's going to bounce back. They're not going to lose two in a row. It's only eight and a half. I'm sorry. I don't think any coordinator should be considered like a great recruiter. He's not a coordinator. Who is he? He's like a coordinator. No, he wasn't the coordinator. Okay, well, either way, he's not the head coach. It's like when they say like, uh, um, like one of Nick Saban's D coordinators is a fucking unreal recruiter. It's like no, Nick Saban's the fucking recruiter. That Bama. Yeah, but that's not Clay Helton wasn't the fucking guy. But it was it was USC. That's the point. Yeah, but they got big time recruits. Like. But it's the program. They still got to get those, those big recruits. time recruits. It's the program that's getting those recruits. Anyways, the I like coordinators are fucking getting it. I like it's SC. Saving. I like SC minus eight and a half at Washington State. Um, I love Mississippi State uh, giving three at Memphis. I think they blow out Memphis in that game. Um, Utah, I think they bounce back minus eight at San Diego State. I don't think San Diego State's very good. Uh, they pulled away that shit out of Arizona. But late, that game was really close up until about halftime. Um, I like Auburn plus six. It changes a little bit now that it's a wideout. I didn't know that. But I loved Auburn before that. Now I just like them. Uh, <laughs> Fair. I love Ole Miss against Tulane. Um, I think Ole Miss covers the 14 points again. I don't think Tulane has any answers to stop them. Um, and then give me uh, no, Stanford. No, give me Tulane. No, give me Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Give me Tulane. And then, but I've also been very wrong in college football lately. So Give me Stanford at, Van- at Vanderbilt. Um, I think Tanner McKee's. I think they're going to win some games. What's, now. What's the points there? They're favored by 11. It's a lot of points. Vanderbilt sucks on the road. No, they do. They do so. suck. It's a good uh, college baseball game, too. Um, one game that, I mean, we didn't break down that I think is very interesting. Obviously, Fresno State, UCLA, my, uh, minus 11 and a half for UCLA. I think that's an interesting game. But then Arizona State's playing at BYU. Arizona State's three and a half point favorites. That's a, that's, I mean, that's a big game. Like I said, uh, BYU coming off a they, big they win just against beat Utah. Utah. So. They were the next team. Can they can they knock another pack out? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Obviously, Arizona State's kind of like one of those teams, like a ton of off the field issues. That that's kind of why we were scared off them this year. But they're still an extremely talented football team, and they've looked good so far. Um, Tough to call. I like Arizona State, obviously, but I was wrong last week with BYU. So interesting to see what they pull out of uh, this week. All right. So that's college football. That's our week two recap and week three preview. Hopefully I get back on track with these these bets I'm giving you guys. But good games this week. Lock in. Win some money. All right. NFL is back. We had a week one, man. It felt fucking good to have NFL Sunday back. Like just waking up, turning on both those shows. Like you have NFL Network, you have ESPN, then you get into your like CBS, Fox, whatever you prefer. And you just you get to just fucking watch football, NFL football. Like you get to check your fantasy teams. It was just glorious. Just fucking glorious. Nothing like opening week. Nervous as hell about your team. I mean, <laughs> real quick. Um, I'll, I'll I'll go for Mac, but raise your hand if your team won this week. Start a one zero. We all. Oh fuck! I'm not, sorry, V. Sorry, V. That was really rude. That was okay. But hey, I'm not one. I'm, it's been three years since I've been one zero. I got it. Here's what I'll say about I'm week gonna, one. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay silent for a little bit. Okay. No, you know what I'll say about no, week I'm one. Honestly, is like it sounds dumb and this is going to sound like a dig but it's not okay but you're going to take it because you're very sensitive about your team and i get that but like 
seeing CY be so happy about a week one win was actually very, uh, it's actually interesting. Like it was, it was nice to see how happy he was. Like, it's almost like fair. Like it sounds dumb, but it's like, like a 49er, you know what I mean? Like we've, we've had a good couple, you know, last couple of seasons, obviously I'm a big Notre Dame fan. We do well. We were the playoff last year. You're a Packer fan. Like, I'm not saying like, it's like we always win football games, but like, like see what I was saying? Like his team won five games in the last two years. You know what I mean? Like, he was so fucking happy. And that was nice to see. Like, just that, like, that joy he had. Like, he was losing bets and he was still happy. He was like, you know what? I still won the week. Well, like, especially yeah. the way we won that game. Like, we, it was, he was so satisfied afterward. It was we were great. trending towards losing that game. Like, that moment happened. Well, in the third Dalvin quarter. Cook fumbled, like, in overtime. Like, come on, that's not going to fucking happen. Dalvin well, Cook. We're up 14 points in the third quarter and we decided to go on it fourth and one mm. from our own 30. They score right away. I'm like, this is how it goes. The, I this feel is like, how it goes. Yeah. I feel like that fucking happened a lot this week where I saw some really fucking stupid fourth and one and two calls to go for it and decisions even in the play calling. Like even the Raiders, they squeaked out a win on Monday, but like the play calling was fucking terrible, terrible. on that one. For a shotgun run? What the fuck are we doing? And then uh, the Bengals fucked it up. And then there was another team that... When I mean, the, e- down, the Eagles won and they did it twice and failed, but they won. So it doesn't matter. Eagles are best team in football. Well, no, let's stop. let's get into <laughs> the competition. Um, you guys want to do records first or go over the games first? Sure. You, you want to know your records or you want to go over the games that we, that we talked about? No, just tell me how many points we got. All right. So competition. B, seven points. He had seven. Um, yeah. I feel like that's a lot. No way. B had seven. K Morgan, seven. Whoa. CY, seven. Mac, five. So Mac had the best, the best actual picks. He went four for five. Four for five. We we went through five. We got our upset. We hit a lock and an upset. We had the Raiders. Lock and upset. We had the Raiders. So we took, we jumped. All three of us had the Raiders. So we all had seven. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that's a good week. It's a great week. week. So let's talk about it. First game we had on the docket, we had the Dolphins and the Pats. It was a really good game. The Patriots fucked this up. Damian Harris fumbles in the red zone. Was it? Yeah, the red zone, right? Yeah. It was close. Yeah, I and Ste- I think Stevenson was fumbled in the red. The zone. three yeah. of us had the Pats. Mac had the Dolphins, and I knew this would be a close game. Um, obviously, incredibly low scoring defensive battle. So, um, but I thought Mac Jones looked good. Like overall, he didn't turn the ball over. He he just did his thing at quarterback. I like the Patriots moving forward. I think I think he's a good football team, and I like I like the Dolphins moving forward. To be honest with you, I picked him as a playoff team, so I, I thought the Patriots look good. I think both these teams are good. Yeah. B, do you believe in the Dolphins? Believe in the Dolphins? Um, no, just because of Tua. Just <sighs> that's a real Tua? defense. That's Tua? a real defense. Bro. It is a real defense, yeah. but I don't think the running game's all that good. Um, one target to their. You know, a good tight end. Yeah, uh, yeah. Second into Dick. Um, and to it, to it threw a bad pick. Got sacked a few times. If their defense can hold up, obviously, yeah. But I don't think two is the answer. I'm just gonna stay off the two train. All right. Game two, we had the Chargers and Washington Football Team. The Chargers look really good in this game. Fitzmagic gets hurt. He's on IR now, so he's out for a while. Uh, dislocated hip that popped back in. Very scary injury. Um, which you hate to see. Everyone loves Fitzmagic. We kind of rooting for him. Um, Herbert looked fine. He didn't do anything too much. He didn't do anything too less. I think the story of the game was fucking Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen was unbelievable. And Rashawn Slater. Slater held, handled Chase Young all game. 
Yeah, that like, was impressive. Uh, Keenan now in nine catches, hundred yards, yeah. targeted. I mean, that's a, easy money. A dozen times and that's, wide open to like just killing people. That's easy money. He's a dude. Um, it's funny as you bring up Rashawn Slater because I was telling we were talking about just kind of like blocking the ends. Like, can you imagine blocking Chase Young for like four fucking quarters? Yeah, or like Bosa. Like Suell had to block well, Bosa for fucking four. Points. It was like one of those. They both did well. Yeah, so it was uh, one of those Bosa, games Bosa where no Suell had a good game. Bosa fucked him up a lot. No, look at the numbers though. Suell eh. held his own. Suell held his fucking. It was own. just one of those games. So it reminded me of the Rams Packers playoff game last year where uh, Eddington Jenkins just manhandled Aaron Aaron Donald, and rookie first game Slater came in and manhandled every person in front of him. No, he handled. Some he was very aura. good. He's good. He's, He's good. very good. But I mean, you mentioned um, Slater. You mentioned Keenan Allen. Chargers defense played really. Derwin James good. had a good game. Derwin James. Joey Bosa was in the backfield. He was every fucking play. He gets held every play as well. And the top guys do. You. I mean, you could always pinpoint some of that. But their defense played great. Um, is. It was a tough game, the and they one. they just the hey they outlasted yeah. them. That was a good that was a good game where you outlast. And Chargers weren't winning those close games last year, so this was impressive. No, K. Morg was on him. He was only one. Um, one one thing to note too is uh, Taylor Heineke played well. Like he led a touchdown drive. I almost like this team a little bit more. Wait, let's talk about it. You now. think they have a better chance or a worse chance now with him? Better. He's more mobile. I really um, think better. More mobile, and he's not like gunslinger ho. Like I think he works the pocket a little bit better, makes good decisions. Interesting. I, I'm not on Washington anymore after this game for whatever. I wasn't reason. on them either. Way. I was on them. Yeah, I was. I was. On. And the only reason I had them win this but game because it was why are, home. why are you Cowboys. off? Why are you off Washington so much? When I it, correct me if I'm wrong, we all picked Chargers making that wild card spot. I just don't like. We all believe Chargers are improved. They have a good team. Fair. They hired a great coach. So them to go sneak out a win in Washington's not crazy. But that's a tough game to open up. And if you're Washington and you're a playoff team, you kind of win these games, I think. Okay. I, I just think you find a way to win these games and your defense kind of dominates a little bit more. I mean, 20 points is not a lot, but it's for that defense, I it's fair. They didn't they didn't get to the quarterback very well. No, they no, didn't. Not a lot of sacks. So I just don't think they're as elite on defense and they need to be super elite because that offense is kind of stagnant. Yeah, and so. Curtis, uh, Curtis Samuel not being there is – He's out for a while, right? Yeah. And Gibson, Gibson scary, had some fumble problems. Scary Terry did not look good. He, I mean, he, no, caught, he, looked he fine. caught every ball he was targeted. He but it fine. wasn't a lot. You got to throw him the ball more. Yeah, he looked fine. All right, moving on. We have the Colts. Um, they tried to make a late comeback to, against the Seattle, um, but Seattle looked fucking good. Tyler Lockett was eating. Russ had a good game. Um, you saw a little rust with Wentz, but I think he's played better as that game went on. Um, the big plays. I think that was the difference with Russ and Lockett. I mean, 60-yard bomb, something like that, and then he was all over the field. They yeah. had a, they had some just too many big plays. Um, Seattle looked good. Seattle looked good. Chris Carson actually was impressive to me. He looks bigger, faster, and stronger, which is crazy. So, he, I mean, he had a great game. But, yeah, uh, Colts tried to surge late. Felt like JT was getting the ball in every direction. And really, that was their only kind of go-to. So I'm a little concerned moving forward that who's that deep threat they got. They need to find one. Um, but they'll be okay. Colts be okay. I don't like, or not that I don't like, but the AFC South looked like shit this week. 
They look like shit. Jags Except look like the shit. Texans. Besides the Texans, they played the Jags. <laughs> yeah. Tennessee looked like dick. And the Colts, I don't think, looked good. I, I thought they looked okay at best. One of those things, like, you kind of got to win this game. Yeah, you're at home. You got to win. You're at home. You got to win this game. I mean, Russ is good. Russ in September's Russ early dynamic. In yeah, that's tough. what I, I will say. The Seahawks early is always fantastic. They're football. a motherfucker early. Yeah. I, like, you don't want to see them early. You want to see them like last year where they 8 0 and then they. You want to see them November, December. Well, they were. Russ was MVP hands down for the first two months last year. Yeah, exactly. So I get it. Um, you guys saw on the Colts bandwagon? Yeah, I love the Colts. I don't know if it's a bandwagon. I mean, I picked Seahawks this week. I had the feeling I'm not particularly sold on like Wentz back as er he's back early. You're the only one on the Colts, right? No, I picked Seahawks. Oh, you were the only one. No, I was on Colts. Yeah, I picked Colts. Um, Like I said, I thought that defense would play a lot better than they did, but it's Russ. Like I said, he makes plays happen and he gets the job done. Um, I mean, given what we saw from the AFC South, I still don't see a, a. I still like the Seahawks or the Colts chances to definitely to take that division still definitely. honestly I mean if Wentz plays as good if not better than Phillip Rivers I don't see why they can't yeah I mean Phillip Rivers They're, took this team to the playoffs and I don't think solid 10 wins I mean on Carson the, Carson on the Wentz, back of JT Carson Wentz looked okay he didn't look great but he didn't look bad I, they, they just need a deep threat yeah they don't have that one receiver they need a deep yeah, threat the defense will be fine they let Lockett loose a few times T.Y. Hilton's blown right yeah, yeah he's, he's, yeah, he's done all right. Some people call it the game of the week. I it was mean, a great game. This was a good game. This was a good game. Browns, they jump ahead early on the Chiefs, but it's the fucking Chiefs. Um, the Browns are 0-16-1 in their last 17 home openers. It's been a dumpster fire organization, but obviously right now where they're at, so what? Like they're 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 a way better football team. Yeah, you, you break you break that streak. You, if lose you give to the them Chiefs. like 20 other teams. Yeah, exactly. You, know? right. you lose to the Chiefs week one. It's not a big deal. Uh, regardless, it was a great football game. It was a good game. I'm not going to pull on some heartstrings here, Kevin, but this game kind of reminded me of the Super Bowl against the Niners. Yeah. Um, they were dominating the line of scrimmage, running the ball well, had a 22-10 lead, if I'm not mistaken, at halftime. And they let up. They made, they, made, they made a few mistakes. They let up because, as we know, as the Texans know in a playoff game, as the Niners know in a Super Bowl, as anyone knows in the league, if you let up on this team, they will score every fucking play. So they, a fumble happens, and guess what? One play, Tyreek Hill, 75-yard touchdown. It's and just, all of a sudden, we're like, oh, here we go. That's all it is. It's yep. it's that one stop or that one turnover, and it's like, here we go. Yep, here we go. They start, you, It's game over. Browns, you were in it. You were competitive. You were fired up to start the game. You have to stay that way for four quarters. Yeah, and, it, and it's tough to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's the reality when you're playing the team like the Chiefs. Like, that's it. It is. Baker threw a pick late. I mean, this Browns. But overall, like. He played good early and then good late. Browns team. But you uh, you can't make those mistakes late for Baker. You just can't. Yeah. Especially against the Chiefs. I mean, the Browns roster is arguably better. There's less question marks on the Browns roster than there's the Chiefs. Yeah. So, I mean, but the Chiefs have a guy named Patrick Mahomes, which, you know. That cancels out anything. Yeah, it does. It just And takes, Travis Kelsey. And Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill. Like, yeah. you want to go there, like, it's there. Um, Without Honey Badger, too. Yeah. That was hurting them, and it looked. It, was. it showed. It was early. Yeah. I will say, like, Baker, that running game, like, the plays over the middle, like, it definitely showed his presence not It, it might there. be a 30 to 10 halftime if Odell's in this lineup. Ooh. You know? So. Regardless. In the AFC, 
Is it the Chiefs and just everyone else? No. Oh, wow. No, the Browns showed that they can compete four quarters with them. If they, if they finish what they if started. If they finish what they yeah. started, they can play football with them. They had a two-possession lead at halftime. Um, I'm not going to hype the train too much. Uh, a Steelers defense is elite. Um, they're they're really good on defense. Um, and don't count out, dude. We're we're kind of underdogging Washington a little bit, but the Chargers go and put twenty points on them, holding the sixteen. Chargers are going to be competitive. I love that. It, Tennessee losing bad hurts the AFC a little bit as like an overall standing, but the Chiefs will get beat eventually this season, and we're not going to be surprised because. They gave they give up yards. They get ran on. They're not invincible. It's the Chiefs and everyone else. <laughs> no, it, it just is. I mean, I can't. I'm not going to say like the Chiefs can't get sniped in the game or, you know, what I mean things happen. But when push comes to shove, the, Chiefs, the Chiefs get it done. It's the Chiefs. It's yeah. the Chiefs. They like, might they may not cover, but they win that fucking game. Yeah, they win. You bet a money line. They never cover. They don't cover. They win though. They're not a good gambling team. Yeah, they're but they guess what? They're fine. put them in a parlay money line. They're gonna fucking win. They're not a good first half bet, and they're not a good money. They, they just should have lost. They should have lost team. that opening opening week. So it just and there's a lot of teams that could do that to them. All right, moving on to the Sunday night football game. The Rams kicked the dick out of the Bears. I mean, where do we even start here? Like, oh, it was the Bears that went for it on fourth down. That was fucking stupid. Yes. That's oh, yes. About it. Yeah. yeah. It was the yes. fucking Bears. Danny, Danny was Dumbasses. ripping. I don't know if Danny has hair, but he's ripping his hair out. He was at the game. Yes. I mean, what the fuck is Matt Nagy doing? Like, enough's enough. Like, either play Justin Fields or don't. Like, that little bullshit, he plays a little bit. Did you see how happy? Me and Kate were watching, like, do you see how happy his teammates were? Oh, the were? team went fucking crazy when he scored, when he scored that touchdown. You, you can tell that the locker room is ready yes. for yeah. Justin Fields. And I I'm, agree. that sucks for Andy Dalton. It's just you had your you, nice little five-year run at uh, Cincinnati making playoffs, didn't get it done. You were a decent quarterback at one time in your career. It's Justin Fields' team. Just fucking hand it over, Nagy. What do we think about the other side of it with the Rams? They look great. Stafford looked great in his debut. What I'll say um, about the Rams is they've been good for the last three, four years. Like, right. really good. A McVay Rams team is really good. They were in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Um, but they always was missing something, missing kind of a spark. And I feel like the spark is there with Matthew Stafford. He de- he delivered something we weren't used to seeing with a go- golf-led Rams. And he he was he was really good. He was. I think he gives him. He looked very happy, too. I think they all looked happy. I think he just gives him another. Dude, the sideline went fucking berserk. Went through that, like, 60-yard bomb. Dude, yeah. there Ram, wasn't a guy Ramsey, within 30 yards. Ramsey was going fucking crazy. No, they had decent. Remember the two of them? Oh, the touchdown. Oh, oh, the yeah. first, uh, the second throw. His oh, second yeah, yeah. throw. Van I thought about the other one. That was a terrible fucking defense to yeah. not just fucking touch him on the ground. Yeah, yeah, the Van Jefferson one. But I think he just gives him a new sense of confidence. I don't know how much. Like statistically better, he'll be than golf. Like, he will be better, but like the confidence he brings to them, like yeah, they yeah. feel invincible. Well, well, yeah, Ramsey and the that play defense, calling in yeah. general, yeah. will be a lot better. Honestly. Ramsey and that defense just look so relieved and happy. Yeah, they were fired up. They're they're gonna be tough. The Rams are gonna be tough all year long. Can I say one thing about the Bears? They were in that football game. They were. Like I'm sorry, but well, like, they have a good roster. 
I think it was like 13 to 7 late it was second 13 quarter. 13 to 7 and they went for it on that fourth down in fucking Rams territory and I'm like And Montgomery was running the ball great. Kick the field goal you're down 3 oh, in the second half. Yeah. I'm like you're in that football game they go for it fucking stupid and the Rams score before halftime. And again, it was almost similar to the Iowa Iowa State game where like the Bears had way more yards on offense, way more first downs and were definitely putting together better drives. But they couldn't close. I mean, it wasn't yeah, exactly it like that, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like the Bears, like, they were in that football game and they fucked up from bad coaching. And Andy Dalton didn't play that bad. Like, I'm sorry. He, he okay. just didn't. He, like, he didn't do anything amazing to win that football game. But, like, at the end of the day, like, he moved the football for them. And, yeah. and Montgomery ran the ball, his, ran his fucking ass off. Yeah, he did. So, the, like, the, the, play calling, just the play calling was terrible. It's a leadership locker room thing to me now. Yeah. It, it just is. didn't look like anyone's behind Andy Dalton. Yeah, I'm with that. Before we get into another segment, we got to throw the Monday Night Football game in there. Um, what a fucking nuts game. I thought it was Fuck, game of yeah. the week. Yeah, that was a great game, too. It was Ravens at Vegas. That place was jumping. Going fucking crazy. That I've first never, Josh Jacobs touchdown, that place was going fucking I mean, the Ravens nuts. up by 14. The Raiders come back. They go to overtime. They win in overtime. They don't win in overtime. <laughs> then they go on the goal line. They fuck it up. They throw a pick on third down in the end zone. Then Lamar fumbles. fumbles. Then they, they go down. They, they're going to kick a field goal, but the, the team's not ready to – special team's not ready to kick. So they take the delay of game. They run the offense back out, out there. Car's running backwards and just throws off his back leg. Touchdown. Like, what the hell? That all happened within like five minutes of game time. Raiders. <laughs> Raiders. Hey, we all hit our upset with that. That was sick. Hey, shout out my boy for being there. Like, and oh yeah, your guy was too, there. On top of it, he goes to Vegas. He drives to Vegas, dude. Sunday. Who's this? A uh, coworker. Okay. Homie. Legit. Goes and puts fucking two racks. Oh. Fuck on yeah. Raiders money line. Oh yeah. Goes to the game oh. and that's how it ends. Fuck yeah. Hey, oh, Sue, fuck. shout out to you for that. That's fucking big nuts right there. Blowing your load on it. I love it. <laughs> Was he at the game too? Yes. Went oh, to the game. Yeah. Went That's to the game, dude. That, that is fucking tight. It looks fucking berserk. Like the fans there. Dana White was there. Fucking Woodson was there. Like, yeah, in, yeah. With uh, hey Woodson next to Davis. Davis That's yeah. sipping his fucking his own uh, whiskey. Liquor, yeah, that was sweet. That was that was, that, that was a cool game. It was a good it was a good kickoff. Great both, Monday night game. Super sloppy. Both teams look super sloppy. I don't expect much out of Raiders. Them. Look unreal. I hope they win again this week. <laughs> Heavy on the Raiders team. Upset of the week. week. <laughs> All right. We're going to start a new segment. We did it last week with college football. Overreactions to week one. This is B segment. Um, B, what do you got? All right. Overreactions week one. Trevor Lawrence goes and loses to the Texans, who no one was down on and throws three picks. Does he suck? No. Sucks tough. That's a complete overreaction. Trevor Lawrence will be a fucking dude in the NFL. I agree. He'll be fine. But... Bolds, I had the QBR bet, so that's a good start. Not even that he'll be fine. He will be a dude in the NFL. Like, he will be a Yeah. Dude. No, I mean, he started making a little comeback at the end, looked better, but he's, he, his, he's picks a, were, his picks were bad. He's got a bad offensive line. Um, had to throw it out there. I, no, I, I kind of knew where this answer was going. He has a bad season. Um, I don't know why I'm asking this, but I'm going to ask it. Are the Packers in trouble? I think uh, that's a fair statement. I my my biggest the biggest reason honestly is it's not the talent on the field. I think that there's a locker room issue obviously going on with what happened in the off season. Um, just playing uninspired football. Packers are fine. Rodgers is kind of like fuck. Maybe I should have practiced a little bit, but like, yeah, they're fine. They 
You know what it was? No, I mean, it's a great roster. I'm not denying that. I, my, my concern is off the field issues. And like you said, like, was he, is his head in the fucking game? You, you know what I mean? That they're going to be, me. they're going to be fine. I think they underestimated the Saints. The Saints have a real fucking defense. Sean Payton got those boys ready to play. Packers were not ready to play. They said it in the post game presser. Packers are fine. I haven't said anything. You haven't said anything about it. What, what 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 do you got? Let, let's you, hear. you want me to go? Let, what do you got? You've got all right. So I'll I'll say a little bit. I, I've I've held out. I, I haven't even texted in the group chat my kind of feelings on this game. And I'll I'll just spit out a couple facts real quick. The Packers Matt LaFleur led team. This is now the third season. And this is the seventh or eighth loss, period. Point blank. Okay. Eighth. Five of them blowouts. Yeah. No, like Tampa Ready? blew your dick in last Ready? year. Ready? Ta- in Tampa. Bad. bad. Looked bad. Okay. This week one in Jacksonville, in Florida, looked bad. Ready for the other three? I know it was Niners, Niners twice. Twice, yeah. In San Fran. And one I was attending to That's gonna happen. was the LA Chargers. Oh, the Chargers. It was a 26 11, right. and we didn't look competitive for four quarters. Right. As five losses, we did not look competitive, didn't look like we wanted to be there in two different states. Fair. Deep Florida, deep California. I can't explain it, but it's now facts. I don't know what our travel schedule is, <laughs> I don't know what we do beforehand. I don't know if our team just goes to fucking get lit in these major cities. I don't know. Fuck I don't that. care. Don't overreact. Don't bet them I feel really bad for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, get right game. Yeah. All right, next one. Next one. Jalen Hurts, the franchise guy. Not an overreaction. He's their guy right now. Wow. He's their guy for the, the franchise guy. Yeah, he's a franchise he's guy. He's going to get the... He's six year, five year, hundred, you know, I don't know forty if he gets, million. I don't know if he gets that, but then I draft a quarterback in the next three years. Okay, that then that's not an overreaction. Honestly, like, do they draft a quarterback in the next three to four years? Yeah, they do. Um, okay. In my head, weirdly enough, I started talking myself out of it because I was like playing like Oklahoma flashbacks in my head. Yeah, but it's an overreaction. No, he he's not the guy. I, he just had a good game against a bad team. All right. Okay. Yeah, fair. What do you think on that one? I'm gonna stay You're out of this one a little bit. I'm gonna stay out of this one. Okay. Uh, moving on, moving on to overreactions. Raiders, we just talked about it. Fun Monday night game. Raiders are a playoff team. Overreaction. <laughs> overreaction. I just love how fast you do that. That they beat. I mean, they beat a good Ravens team. They're an they okay beat team. A playoff team. They're an okay team. They're not bad. Don't get me wrong, but I think their schedule is way too tough, and okay. their and their divisions way too tough. We thought talking about two of the best teams in the AFC and the Chargers and the Chiefs. They got to play twice a year. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's a blowout those games, but like. Yeah, the Raiders beat the Chiefs last year, but those are good teams, and the Broncos are better. So, like, those are tough games. Those are six tough games. Like, the schedule's tough. Then you got to play the, the, the Steelers, the, North. the Browns. Like, he's not gonna mention. He's not gonna say him. Congrats, congrats, congrats on that. What do, you know where Wait. I'm going with this? Fuck yeah, they are. I'm huh? a weirdly closet Raider fan. <laughs> Raiders. <laughs> Could be a playoff team, yeah. like legitimately. Like, it's not an overreaction. No, it's not an overreaction. Like the way they play, I mean, they beat a playoff team. Like I said, everyone has the Ravens going to the playoffs. They've won that division, you know, rec- like a year ago. And then last year yeah. they make um, the playoff in the wild card. Like that's not an overreaction at all. You know what I mean? Like they look good. Obviously the division is tough. Like are they going to beat, are they going to win that division with the Chiefs in it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Like let's be real. But 
making the playoffs, not an overreaction. Um, I feel like I have to touch on this a little bit because I picked them. I kind of shit on them in the preseason and their draft picks and things like that. I picked them to win five to six games. I will say the way their defense looked is better than any Raider defense I've seen in a long time. Jonathan Abrams. So I, <laughs> that guy's <laughs> first off, that guy's terrible. But Mad Max looks elite. Mad Max is a dude. Um, I, I, I don't think Max. it's crazy week one overreaction. Sober Max. But they are pretty good always for six weeks of football. So, next one. The Bills are overrated. Not an overreaction. Wow. Not an overreaction. I've been off the Bills. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, I was off them. I just... We all picked them to win division balls. We did. We did. But... They I won 12 games last year. I, I just like... I'm. Like, Josh Allen, like, I get it. He was second in MVP, MVP voting last year. But something about him, like, I just, I'm never sold on him. There's something about it for some reason. Like, I get it. He had a great year last year. Stephon Diggs and him were, like, one of the best yeah. matchups in, uh, or, or pairs in uh, the NFL. But, like, there's something about him. Like, I'm just not sold. Okay. I think I think, it, I think it's not an overreaction. See why? Overreaction. Yeah, the Bills are fine. You're on him. Bills are fine. So, fine. so the Steelers must be really good. Steelers have a really good defense. I mean, like, this defense is... They are. But you see how they watch? We're going to talk about that game in a little bit, so I'll, yeah. I'll get into it. And then at last one, I added one just thinking about it, and I think it's something we need to talk about. We haven't talked about it in week one. The Niners are and the best o- team in the NFL. No, stop. Uh, the <laughs> o- overreaction <laughs> is um, what's wrong with the Titans? Oh, good one. Are, is there offense? Is, is there a, a problem? Is there a Tennessee? problem in, in Tennessee? No. Overreaction, underreaction. This is a CY's team. This is my team. I, I Concerning, yeah, very. Um they're fine. I think if you look at their, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with they had like 20 guys in COVID protocols with, between the last two weeks. I feel like they always do. They didn't have their coach. They lost a bunch of players. Taylor Lewan got fucking exposed <laughs> by Chandler Jones. Five sacks. Bro, he got fucking annihilated. He got exposed so bad he had to go to Twitter and say sorry. Like, yeah. that's how bad he got he had beat. To, yeah, he had to go in the locker room, grab his phone, be like, hey, sorry, guys. Vrabel went gut check. He called out Julio Jones, one of his best players. Um, Brable's so that guy though. Yeah, he is. Which I fuck with. Yeah, like, that's tight. Like Julio, we don't do that shit here. Like they're gonna get it right. They're gonna be fine. They're yeah. gonna be fine. I, right. I, I'm with that. I like Vrabel. Um, just don't like Tannehill. Yeah, you, you be, you've been fair. I just that, don't like. That's Tannehill. it. That's that's it for our week ones. All right. So let's go to our team's games. Uh, B already brought um, his game up to fruition, but let's talk about the Niners and the Lions. K Morgs team. What do you got? Like this was like a blowout, blowout, <laughs> like, and then it like we turned into like, like twenty eight or twenty four. They didn't 24. cover. Yeah. Oh my god. Could you imagine? Like I didn't bet it because for did. some reason I was like, eh, lions are sketch. Hey, bet roulette. I had to. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But like, like imagine like for you, literally watching that game up twenty eight points, and you're like. Seven points or, or seven and a half points. I, just, just give it. me the. I changed money now. it. I have the, I have the ticket. I could pick any game I want. I picked that because it's all my bets. Hey, just give me the fucking money now. I changed it. Second quarter. Yeah. I mean, to me, it was just a lack of focus. But the big, the big storyline from this game is, Kittle drops that fucking onside kick. They have to bring. They score, so they bring the number one defense out. Brett goes and turns his ACL. Like, the number one corner. Out for yeah. the year. Moser goes out in the second quarter. Out for the year. Done. Well, I mean, what do you got? Like, can you get what's going on with you guys? It's the same story. Yeah. Same story as last year. Um, 
the ge- the game itself um some positives obviously i think garoppolo looked really good looked solid composed a lot of times debo looked phenomenal kittle looked great um obviously besides, Debo look great yeah debo was amazing um moster two carries for 20 yards and then blows a shit can i ask Nothing a new. can i ask you a question brandon Ayuk with zero targets if he, I'm if I'm correct, zero. Yeah, I heard Shanahan's. It was, yeah, the Hammy. Oh, Shanahan answered this yes. question because I was going to ask Kevin. Hammy, <laughs> Hammy's been a little bit of question he mark. He knows a little bit more. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay. Sherfield. Uh, Sherfield had a great preseason. Sherfield and him been actually. Lance loves him. They've been battling for reps. I mean, wow. they, they said they're on the same level. Sherfield's. They've been kind of even, according to Shanahan. Ayuk has a hammy. They decided to send him a little bit more. Okay. Sherfield was doing a great job. They not to push it. Thank you. But concerning still. Yeah, a little concerning bit. Concerning still. He's a f- first round guy. Trey Sermon, healthy scratch. That was concerning. And I guess it was a thing of, you know, they didn't want to suit out four running backs. They only want to suit out three. So you picked Elijah Mitchell Elijah or Trey, Mitchell. Trey Sermon, who you traded up for so in the fourth, right? Also concerning. Third, I think. Also a little concerning yeah. there. Mitchell looked great. Don't get me wrong. He looked great, but Trey Sermon's supposed to be that dude. That's, hey. just, that's just Niner backs, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. we were, like we were talking about before, like, yes, I had Mostert. Yes, I played Mostert. And it wasn't a bad fucking play because his first two carries, he had 20 go- go- goddamn yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then we play the backup, and the backup goes for fucking 70, you know, 80 in a tug. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the Niner backs. It's, it is it is what it is. You know what I mean? We're, we'll be fine. The Mostert loss doesn't concern me. It's next okay. man up at the running back position. Yeah. The cornerback position with Verrett does concern me. Very, you know I mean? very. That's our number one corner. And, and you, when he was you healthy couldn't for name, the Chargers. You couldn't name a receiver who caught a football yesterday for or uh, Sunday for them. Yeah, no. They're, Tyrell Williams, baby. Single okay. digit repping the six. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Amon Ross St. Brown, but, you know, like, it Cyphers, is. Cyphers had a touchdown. Hey, Cyphers. Cyphers. Hey, Hawkinson looked great. You know, like, hey, these number TJ, changes. TJ is a guy. It was cool to see the number changes. I thought the coolest one was Patrick Queen being number six. It was fucking sick. Patrick Queen, number Can't six. I can't believe you dude. said that, weirdly. And I'm going to say something. I cannot fucking stand it. Hmm. There's just a difference between Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And the difference merged a little bit for me and I didn't like it. You know what's funny is I thought I, I would like, like it, it more because I'm such a college No, guy. you don't like it. It's weird. It's, it is kind of weird. It's weird seeing Patrick Queen in a number six jersey. I or, saw like I a 2-3-6 on the Niners secondary. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, we had a one. We had <laughs> yeah. a three. Like Jimmy Ward's now one. Verdette yeah, was two, Verdette's I think. two. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely different to see. Like uh, Ramsey being five. You know what I mean? Like that one was okay. I think the the linebackers and safeties are I yeah, think bugging me the, the most. Yeah. All right, Packers Saints. We talked about. Saints. I get. I get anything my about spill. the Saints? Anything about the Saints in this game? They look great, Jameis. Dude, look great. I mean, like I said, I'm outside observer looking in. Like, fuck. That defense is really good. I mean, like we were all in our group chat. And we're all saying like. You know what to do. Hammer Packers second half. Yeah. And I did, and I got fucking exposed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. a lot of times what you see in the first half is where you get in the second half, and that's exactly what we got is just more Saints. I mean. So there was a I drive that stood out to me. We're driving down the field. Rodgers hits Adams on this corner route. Beautiful double coverage. Just puts it. The only spot Adams could catch it. We get in the red zone, and he throws that pick. That yeah. odd that yeah. odd pick. In the, he hasn't thrown a pick in the red zone for two and a half years. Right? Odd pick. And that was the drive I was like, hey, Jameis is kind of fucking good. 
he got the ball after a turnover and he scored a touchdown. And that's yeah. big, especially against, uh, going against an Aaron Rodgers. Because at any point, or going against a Mahomes, a Brady, at any point they're going to go put a touchdown on the board. But if my team's willing to step up in the red zone, get the ball, I have to go produce points from this. Jameis looked good, but it wasn't about that. The offensive line blew our defensive line out of the water, and they they ran the ball you know forty times and looked great. Yeah, Jameis didn't even have Jameis didn't have two hundred yards throwing. He didn't have to. Kamara had twenty carries. Tony Jones Jr. had fifteen. Taysom Hill carried it twice. Jameis carried it five or six times. Are we are we gonna say that this is Jameis Winston and he's a dude? Or are we saying like, wow, Sean Payton can make fucking a lot of people look really good? I think it's both. I think Jameis learned a lot from Drew Brees. I think sitting down and like it's a kind of a different Jameis. It's a different Jameis, it you is. know. And I think he learned how to play quarterback a better way. You know, he he still put up numbers when he was in Tampa, but now it's like refined. You got to take a step back and say like, I'm not the dude now. How can I get better? And he has, and he's in for a big payday. He is yeah. in for a big payday. Damn. Especially if they keep this pace, he's going to get his money. Shocking, considering all of us had the Saints being really bad this year. I mean, item item being really bad, so I can be really wrong on that. If they're good, hey, Jam- I'm going to be Jameis really wrong. is out to – we weren't the only one. Jameis is out to prove yeah. a fucking nation. Hey, good for them. A nation wrong. I'll so. tip my cap. For him. I'll tip yeah. my cap if they're really good. Like, yeah. good for them. Uh, next, we have the Vikings at the Bengals. Fuck, this was a stressful <laughs> game. Um, I want to hear your guys' opinions on it first, and then I'll, I'll go. I'm sitting there watching every second, obviously, because not only I like supporting the Bengals, but fuck the Vikings. <laughs> um, I will say, you guys are better in a lot of aspects of football than last year. Um, D-line looked good. D- yeah, the D-line looked great, and Zach Taylor felt more confident he felt smarter and i think that's i he played against zim dude like zim and he put up plays that produced points joe mixon ran everywhere jamar chase got loose you know what i mean like it was burrow mixon chase show and it showed like they were able to do things on offense against a really good coach defense and if you don't coach well zim's gonna eat you apart so shout out to Zach Taylor. Interesting. I think um, one thing that shined through for the Bengals, like I said, the def- defensive line looked really good. Um, your second pl- secondary played tough, um, obviously against two really good receivers, Jefferson and uh, Thielen. Bates looked extremely well. Yeah, can well. you let Jefferson eat, not Thielen next time? Fuck. And then uh, Mike Hilton looked good against him. You know what I mean? H- like He, H- he held good. his we, own. We paid a lot of money to that guy. He held his own, so I definitely like seeing that. Um, and the other thing is um, the amount of weapons that you guys have, I think, came through as well. Like Higgins, Boyd, Mixon, catching the ball a lot. You know what I mean? Chase obviously had went for 100 and a touch. Say his name. So, yeah. So, I think that exposed to um, – the only things that concerned me, um, the offensive line, I think uh, – like, you ran the ball well, but, like, you didn't protect Burrow as well as I would have hoped honestly at times and he didn't move as well as like there were, remember like there was a sack yeah. or two where i was kind of like i feel like last year he would have been able to escape a little better so no. it was it was it was a little you know fair, that was the fair. only thing that i was kind of apprehensive like that sack didn't look good i want to protect burrow more just maybe it's just because of the knee injury that i'm like damn i want them that, to protect no him that's a bit fair more. and that would be my only criticism was uh more specifically interior offensive line more specifically center and guard 
Trey Hopkins had the worst day on the offensive line or center. Um, PFF graded him at like a 38. I can't stand that guy. You know, Florio's a fucking bum ass. Um, <laughs> but the tackles played great. Jonah Williams, no pressures. Um, and and Riley Reef, the guy we got from Minnesota, zero pressures. So both tackles played outstanding. Um, it was our right guard who played really well in the run game, had a few miscues in pass protection. Um, Riley Reef, Iowa? Yes. Riley Reef, Iowa. Um, I thought our defense Always. played amazing. We're missing our number one corner, and Trey Waynes was out, so Eli Apple was there. He got exposed a couple times by Thielen. Um, but he the, was a dude at Ohio State. I'm really disappointed that he ends up not being very good. He's, Giants. Saints. He'll be fine for us. I think as a he third had quarter. more off the field issues than on the field issues. If I'm being just like, you know. he had an okay game. He had a couple of miscues. He, are, he wasn't bad on the Saints. It's just like he's talented. He doesn't, he doesn't stick around. Yeah, oh, he's talented. Weird. I think he's a little bit of a head case. Maybe. Vaughn Bell's all over the field. Jesse Bates was a dude. I was concerned about our linebackers. They played well. We held Dalvin Cook. 20 carries, 67 rushes only. Three yards a carry. That's Great. all you can ask for. And he's a fucking dude. Dalvin yeah. Cook is a dude. He's really good. Um, offensively, I thought it was a great game plan to keep Burrow safe, run the ball heavy until he kind of felt comfortable, and they kind of opened it up in the second half. I mean, Burrow, you got you got to tip your cap. He checks out the line um, multiple times. He, the biggest one, fourth and inches in overtime, we go for it. He checks to a pass. That was a 30-yard pass to Uzama. It was it was great, and then it, it was just those are games that Bengals normally lose. Yeah, nice to see one. All right, Steelers at the Bills. This is Max team. This is a game that we were all kind of surprised by. Um, Steelers are great defensively, but at the same time, like the Steelers won the Steelers way. They got a fucking block punt. Like that, they do that shit. Ben was okay. Um, strip strip sack fumble. Strip sack. That's how the Steelers win. Yeah, and they're just gonna have to, they've done that in the past when they're really good. That's what you have to do it now. Uh, I, I I'll tip the cap to the defense that, but I mean this is the same Steelers we saw go eleven and zero, and then just tank the rest of the season all the way into a playoff loss. So there's something that needs to be fixed. I know Max concerned about Big Ben and and their throws downfield, but it's not him. That offensive line is not giving Harris any time. Big Ben's going to get hit a bunch at 37 years old. So, I mean, yeah, they're going to win a ton of games because that defense, and TJ Watt knows that, but I Max concerned with the quarterback position, the offense uh, moving downfield, and I agree with him. All right, so moving on, Big Nuts Player of the Week back this year. I know a lot of people liked it last year. Um, Big Nuts Player of the Week. B, who's your Big Nuts Player of the Week? Derek fucking Carr. Wow. <laughs> hey, 34 for 56. 435, two touchdowns with he, the game-winning and he touchdown. Went for the, the throat, like, it's fucking over yeah. after he threw the touchdown. And, man, Stupid hair. he threw two game-winning touchdowns in overtime. He did. Yeah. He played fine. He played, but it wasn't the, the overtime throws. It was Justin Tucker kicks a field goal to go up 27-24. With like 40 seconds left. Doesn't flinch. Doesn't flinch. Car goes down and throws fucking lasers to Bry- uh, Braylon Edwards. Getting field goal range. Kicker Car- uh, Carl- Carlson. Carlson. Makes a huge kick. Gives them a chance. Derek Carr is elite. Wow. That fired me up. 
Oh yeah. I'm uh, yeah. Like big said, nuts I'm, should fire you up. I'm a closet fucking Raider guy for some reason. I don't know why. The big big, nut, big nuts play of the week really should fire, fire everyone up. Big nuts play of the week should fucking fire yeah, you up. Yeah. Game more. I'm gonna go with uh Bengals kicker uh McPherson and then also Rookie. uh and then the and then the Raiders guy. Two fucking clutch field goals. Boomers. I mean, the, Ra- Boomers. the Raiders guy made two very clutch ones down the stretch. Obviously, the Bengals guy made two down the stretch too. Yeah, fifty-three yarder, um, and then a and I shit on that, winner. and I shit on that draft pick in the fifth round too. So, um, but only he, kicker drafted. Yeah, and he fucking cool as a fucking cucumber. Both of them. I just love that because done. you always will shit on that pick until he goes in and wins you a fucking football game. Which he did. Which they both said, of them. For, did. First ever in NFL history to rookie kicker kick game winner in his first game. Fucking awesome. That's sick. Big nuts. Hey, I'm rocking with my fucking team. Big nuts play of the week, Jamar Chase, baby. We had to hear that's, all fucking preseason about how that's he's got tight. issues. That's tight. He has drops. <laughs> and he came out there and like he fucking just he fucking showed out. Like he went out there and had a big game. He was all over the field. Um I was just happy for him. I know he's been dealing with shit. Burrow loves him. Loves him. Hey, led the team in targets. Boyd. The odd man out kind of there. But it's going to change week to week. I'm telling you right now. I don't think so. I think Jamar Chase leads this team in targets every year. He could, but I think it's going to change week and week out. All right. Week two of the competition. Obviously, us three have a two-point lead. So we are looking to extend that lead. Max looking to get back at it. So game one, the start of the Bengals. Bengals at the Bears. Who do you got, B? It's Soldier Field. It's a tough place to play. Andy Dalton gets another snag at the Bengals. Joe Burrow by three, baby. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not picking against my team. You're getting better. Thank you. You're getting better at podcast stuff. Thank you. Not going against my team. I'm taking the Bengals. Shocker. Enough needs to be said. No, it's just Um, that's fair. I mean, obviously you're gonna take them. Mac, Max taking the Bengals. He says more Joe Burrow. More Joe Joe Burrow to chase, please. Need more gritty. (laughs) <laughs> see why i was doing that fucking all over sunday i'm sure jamar chase fucking Fuck, touchdown, yeah. which was funny it was great okay more um this is a tough one like i uh like when we looked at this i was like fuck um like you said soldier field's a tough place to play i'm picking the bears i yeah. think uh they didn't play bad like that team is actually not a bad roster it's not you know what i mean and it's like uh, to be honest this game scares me yeah, like, I'm, I'm, like I'm they not. can, like if they cleared up some of those things against the Rams, like they should have actually like been within three points at one point in like end of the third quarter. Like that game was not indicative. That score was not indicative of how that game went. I think the Bears can get the job done here. I'm gonna go with the Bears. All right, moving on. Solo, Saint, yeah, solo, solo Bears. Moving on, Saints at Panthers. Um, we'll start with Mac. Mac is taking the Panthers. He says CMC and Kamara clash it out. Saints played out of the out of pocket last week, so he thinks they're kind of a fraud so mac is taking the panthers wow i'll go next i'm going saints Shocker. i'm not on the panthers Shocker. never have been bitch give me the saints okay <laughs> morton fuck do you think i'm going with baby panthers that defense is fucking real this is this is an under under and fucking unreal defense both team, both sides but give me panthers b uh don't hate me k morton oh, oh. Hey, uh, get your points in sam, sam darnold's not not ready for this rivalry. That's your guy. He is my guy. He's not ready for this rivalry. <laughs> That's your guy. A Saints Panthers rivalry is real. It's it, about to be real. It, we're, we're getting started. I, I love this. I, I love it. But 
He's he's not there yet. All right. So we're split on that game. Wow. Fuck yeah. Wow. We were split. Uh, All right. Fuck yeah. Moving on, we have a AFC East battle between the Bills and the Dolphins. The Bills travel to South Beach. I'll start. I'm taking the Bills. I think they bounce back. I think they win this game. I think it's a close game, though. Um, B, who do you got? Uh, Bills. I think Josh uh, Josh Allen's going to play big. Like, like big, big. Nice. Wow. I'm going to go with the, the Bills on this one. Wow, sweep. Only because oh, I like the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins can be good. Uh, get right game. Like I said, I like that yeah. mindset and attitude for some teams. Sean McDermott's going to get his team going. Um, the the uh, Dolphins won't be able to score with the Bills. Max even off. even if the Bills, I mean, like it's just too well. Like I don't think he's 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 not that guy that's gonna put up points. Honestly, Max taking the Bills doesn't believe in the Dolphins yet. Offense has tremendous. He picked upside. the Dolphins last week. He doesn't believe in them yet though. As a potential, he picked them against the Pats. Still think two in New England not look comfortable in the backfield. So he wasn't sold on that win. No. And he was right. <laughs> he was right. All right, the Titans travel to the Seahawks. This is an interesting game. I'll start with Mac. Mac takes the Titans. They desperately need to show that they're as good as their depth chart shows. Last week was a dumpster fire. B, who do you got? Seahawks in September. Um, I think Russell Wilson's going to cook this team. Kyler Murray just did it. I think Russell's going to do it. I, But I like Titans offense to find its way a little bit. Seahawks in a shootout. Okay. Yeah. I do like the over in this game. Who'd you pick? I haven't picked yet. Okay. I'm going to go with Seahawks. Um, I learned my lesson last week, picking against Russ early in the season. Yeah. Seahawks. So tough. That's, go- that's also a tough place to the Titans guy. I'm going Titans. If, if I think the Titans are as good as they are, they have to win this game. On the they road have to. in yeah. Seattle. I haven't gone to fucking Super Bowl in the Bolts. So, like, they got to win yeah. this game. This is but just. Do you I actually think they win this game, though? Like, you're picking this game because you believe in them, but, like. Um, do you think they could get it done in Seattle? Yeah. Russ, I think okay. they can win. I okay. think they can win this game. Would I be surprised they lose? No, but I think they can win this. Can't beat the fucking Cardinals at home. I don't think they beat the Seahawks. I think Seattle. I've been to this place twice in my life for playoff games in person. Not an easy place. It's not a fucking easy place to win. All right, Cowboys go to SoFi. This is Chargers' first game in SoFi. This is a good game. Very interesting. Um, Start with Mac. Mac is taking the Cowboys. Big points in this game. These teams are not in the same realm, despite both being. They're not both one and zero. That's Mac. a little bit disres- disrespect for that, right? Cowboys there. look like they're giving us what we expected of them last year. So Ryan's taking so the they, Cowboys. They lost. Anyways, Mac, fuck you. <laughs> Chargers. Wow. I believe Fucking in man. Herbert, and I believe in this team. Um, their defense looked good. I don't think we're gonna see Dak Prescott throw for four hundred yards. I like I like Justin Herbert, man. Chargers. Fuck, man. This is this is one that's really tough for me. Also, I I mentioned game of the week. It sh- it should be game of the week. Game of the week. Um, I'm I'm going Chargers. I'm changing it. I had Cowboys written down. I'm going to the Chargers. I picked against Fuck them last week. A. I got to ride. Fuck it, I got to ride the Chargers. They're good. I think Cowboys are fine too, but these are two really tough games for them to open up with. Okay, Morgan. Fuck. This this is like you said. This is uh, this is probably the toughest game to look at. Um, Let's Char- go, Chargers. 
Wow. We let Lone Max solo. Yeah. He needs those points. And I could see it happening, which is a sad part. Oh, 100%. Like, I I really like the home team in this game. Cowboys are that team that just lose heartbreaking close games. Like, that's exactly how I see this one panning out. Yeah. On the road. Two back-to-back uh, road games. And, like, I think the Chargers are not really easy. good teams. Florida to California. This is not an easy task for and them. And I think uh, the Chargers match up well with the Cowboys as far as like defensively. Like, yeah. Like I'm thinking in my head, like the Chargers have a lot of weapons, but I'm like, you know what? The Cowboys, or I mean, well, the Cowboys have a lot of weapons, but I'm like the Chargers fixed a lot of those issues. And they have a lot of defensive players now, and then they're healthy. You know, it's yeah. All right, a tough one. Lock of the week. Who wants to start? What's Mac doing? Mac is going with the Browns. Yeah, I could see that. Browns. So Mac's going with the It'll Browns. Be a tough drive. Who do they play? Texans. Texans. Oh, Texans are good week one. Though. Texans are fucking best team in AFC. So. Yeah, just stay stay away. Stay with the Texans. <laughs> stay away. Uh, I'm going Tampa. I'm taking Tampa against uh, Atlanta. I am also taking Tampa. Okay. okay. I mean, it's just it's Tampa into the Falcons. Green Bay. Yeah, uh, I knew someone would do it. Um, Ride with us. I said it earlier in the podcast. I really do feel bad for the Lions. Aaron Rodgers, after a loss since 2019, is 6-0 wow. with a perfect passer rating. So good luck. Good luck. All right. Lions are unreal. Upset yeah. of the week. Upset. We all <laughs> they're, they're comeback gods. Three yeah. of us hit upsets. We all had the Raiders. That so. didn't happen too often last year. So... Shout out to us. B, who's your upset? Oh, for me? Yeah. Cross country 10 a.m. game. Jags. Wow. I like that. Jags over Broncos. Um, Get on the Broncos train, dude. I'm down with that. Trevor is not bad. (laughs) Home dogs, baby. I'm telling you right now, Trevor's not going to keep losing fucking football games. No, he's too good. Too good a football player. Me and Mac have the same mindset, so we're gonna I'll speak for the same with it, but we're doubling up on our Titans pick. So mm. we're gonna take we're you gonna guys take are both the Titans. Taking Titans. Take all those L's. Take all those take L's. All those L's. Okay, more who you got? Four points is off the table for you guys. Colts are gonna beat the fucking Rams at oh, home. I oh, like that. Shit. I don't fuck but yeah. I really don't. <laughs> what the like, fuck are you saying, man? He goes, I like that, but I don't. Give me the Colts. (laughs) I think think the Rams are beatable. Like I said, I think the Bears were in that football game. Interesting. And the Colts are a better football team. I'm going to back K Morgan. You know my Colts hype. I'm going to back K Morgan and say JT runs fucking wild. Oh, I love that. I need that for Montgomery did. Speaking of fantasy, Um, clear eyes, full heart, can't lose fantasy. Fantasy. I've won 14 straight. Uh, Whatever. All right, week one recap. B. Ramick had Lamar Jackson as his quarterback. He predicted 265 passing, uh, 112 rushing, and three total touchdowns. Predicted top three. Actual stat line, 235 passing, 86 rushing yards, and one total touchdown. So And two lost fumbles. Yeah, so not great. Uh, running back, he had Raheem Mozart. He said 94 rushing yards, 64 receiving yards, two total touchdowns. Actual stat line was 20 rushing yards. Got hurt out for the year. Big surprise there. Um, Jesus. Running back or receiver, sorry. He had Robbie Anderson. He said 11 receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown. He actually only had one reception for 57 yards, which is a touchdown, though. So. Hey, Bombski, though. At least he got in the end zone. This is what else. That's such hey, a the Rob, That is a Robbie Anderson stat line. It is. From Sam Darnold. Like, I'm it's sorry. It's like we're back in New York. Like, he is such a fucking hit or miss 
receiver for fantasy, and yeah. and he hit because he had the 50, he, he had one catch, fifty seven and a tug. All yeah. right, Fuck tight end. That. He had Logan Thomas. He said eighty or he said eight receptions, ninety four yards, and a touchdown. Actual stat line was two receptions, thirty yards, and a touchdown. He did get the TD. Better start than last year. I'm going to give him uh, that. That's a hit. That's a like, hit. T- yeah. Tight end had a touchdown. Uh, 30 that's yards a and a touchdown, you get, you know, nine, nine points. That's a hit. That's not terrible. No, that's... If if you're not getting the elite guys, yeah. you want your tight end to get a touchdown. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him that. Um, defense, he had the Broncos D. He said 13 points allowed, four sacks, two interceptions, one forced fumble. Actual stat line was 13 points allowed. Nice. Two sacks, one forced fumble. So not bad. Good defense Pretty call. Pretty close. That's the closest yeah, thing. That's a really, really good defense really good, call. Really good defense call. So week two. Quarterback, he has Aaron Rodgers, says 350-yard yeah. passing, four touchdowns, number one could be on the week. Don't fuck. panic. It's still Rodgers. Fuck, fuck, I hope yeah. so. I got him in both leagues. Akuda out for the season for the Lions. That yep. helps a lot, too. R-E-L-A-X. We'll see. Okay. Running back, he has Javante Williams. Ooh. He says 89 yards rushing, two, 20 reception yards, one touchdown, probably split time with Melvin Gordon, who looked great. Melvin Gordon had a fucking good game yep like so um, this is a bold call but Javante got 14 carries in the first game he looked good um except expect expect sorry expect him to only get better as the season goes on uh wide receiver he has Mike Evans says seven receptions 104 yards and a touchdown didn't see a lot of work in week one Evans was up and down last year with fantasy production I expect a much better game this week against Atlanta tight end he has D- Dallas Goder six receptions 76 yards a touchdown Jalen Hurts trusts him. It was clear week one, and Hurts got banged up. Get Dallas in the lineup. Uh, defense, he has Bills Mafia. He says two interceptions, three sacks, Damn. 10 points allowed. Bills are upset after week one loss. Big bounce back week in a division game. Two and his fat ankles are fucked. Yikes. Wow. Wow. They are fucked. Good, good for him. All right. I, I will say real quick on Brandon's fantasy stuff, I do need a video of him. Hungover, drinking a, a beer on Sunday morning, posting a video some on our Instagram. Yeah. yeah, he always looks like a jackass. <laughs> I love I love they those are funny videos. though. They I are love very those. Funny. Yeah, my free picks from last week went three and three, so better in the NFL. I was on the Seahawks, the Broncos, and the Raiders. The Niners fucked me. Um, Packers, Packers, Sorry. which I was huge on, and the Titans. So three and three though. If you depending how your units spread, which my units weren't great because the Packers, but this week will bounce back. All right, this week I have New England minus five and a half at the Jets. I think they bounce back and they beat the Jets. Mm-hmm. I like stay away. Uh, stay away. I like stay the away. Niners. Rubber slaw. Niners um, minus three and a half at Philly. I think they actually cover this week. Fuckers. Um, I like o- I like the over in Seattle, Tennessee. I love over, that. Over fifty four. Uh, give that. me some of that. Yes, love that. And then my lock of the week is Kansas City. Minus three and a half against the Ravens. I think the Ravens have a ton of problems, especially in the secondary. Yeah. And I think that's a bad matchup for them. So uh, my last one, Packers minus ten and a half. I think they <laughs> cover it. it. I'm going with it. <laughs> damn it. All right. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I know. All right. Time for bet roulette. Went on four last week, guys. Fuck. I went on four because I had the easiest Fuck. one. I had the easy. So I'll complain because I had K Morgs. Fuck. I had the K Morg bet. Yeah. Yeah. The Niners parlay. Uh, Niners parlay. Both didn't cover. So both, I was the closest. Both didn't cover two shit teams. I was the closest. I had my rivals. Wow. I, yeah. Yours was. The Browns close. covered. Steelers covered. All we needed was the Ravens. And the Ravens were up by 14 points. And they fucking lost. Yeah. They lost. Uh, Mac had Hawaii. Didn't blown come out. We we called that one. Oregon State put it on them. And like K Morgan, what division did you pick last year? 
or last week? I picked the AFC South. Yeah, and they, they got that was brutal. That was brutal. You should have picked your West. The West went undefeated four zero. AFC West and the NFC, NFC West. West. Yeah, the so, entire. So West. you had opportunity. Hey, the entire West. Trust in Bet Roulette. Bet Roulette's going to bounce back. Who wants We're, to roll first? Well, B let us off last week, so someone's got to switch it up. Switch sure. It up. Okay, Morgan. All right, let's spin it. What number? Red seven. Red seven. Red, red seven. Red, red seven. seven. John, will you just go stand on the other side, please? Ooh. All right. Let me look up the games in this because this is actually a good one. Like for actual betting or is this yeah, a that, shitty one? I, I got to see or if it's like a good one. Just, just like funny. Or yeah, it's fucking. just funny. It, it's kind of funny. Fuck your $25. Yeah. We all put a, a unit on this, by the way. All right. So this our, is for our viewers. It's called the violation bet. What you got to bet all of Urban Meyer schools and teams. <laughs> all right. So you got Bowling Green. They're you terrible. Got, you got Bowling Green. Utah. You got Utah. Florida. Florida. Ohio, Ohio State. State and Jacksonville. Any way you want. Solos. Why is that called a violation? Because he just violates everywhere he goes. But so, he wins. Oh, but Florida's got Bama. Why are you going to fuck, fuck me? Oh, you're fuck hit. Dickhead. Jacksonville's. Florida like Jacksonville. plus 15, baby. Jacksonville at Denver. <laughs> Utah. I love this week. I love Utah this week. Against it. Or are they mm-hmm. off this week? Oh, they're off it? this week. Just take them out. Uh, no, Utah's, Utah's at San Diego State. Given eight eight points, getting eight points. No, they're given eight points. Okay, they're they're San Diego State. Um, I just guess see what Bowling Green's oh, gonna do. Fuck. That's not a bet. Bowling Green's got Murray State. The Urban Meyer bet. Murray this State is just terrible. Florida is gonna out. get blown. Florida is playing Bama. They're literally gonna yeah. you're giving away twenty five point or twenty five dollars right here. No, just wait to but see the spread in Bowling Green. Bowling Green's at home. You got Yay. Bowling Green. You got Murray State. Yes. Utah, San Diego State. Florida, fuck. Or Ohio State too. You got Ohio State. Florida's at home too. I don't know who Ohio State plays this week. They play. They play Tulsa. Lock. Yeah, twenty-four Lock. and a half. Not bad. Tease them all. Tease guys. them all. All right. Tease them all in a party. We'll let you tease them all. All right. Should we go for Matt? Yeah, from for Matt. Spin for Matt. Stop that. Black four. Black, black Dirt, four. Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr. Okay, so Mac last week had a bet in Hawaii. Obviously. Yeah. No this, way. This week is bet one Mountain West game. <laughs> this guy just loves the Mountain West. Hawaii. Pick a Mountain West game and ride with it. All right. That's Mac. Okay. Solid. All See right. why? I'll roll. I'll roll. Ooh, that Whoa. That, that, that's stuck. That big ball goes in quick. Black ten. Take one Very FBS clean. matchup or team. So, like, I'd take an FBS game. Montana, Eastern Washington. <laughs> Who the fuck even plays in F? Pick, you look at the FBS schedule. Yeah, pick Neon Dion's team. All right. Well, that happens. Or it's FCS, right? That's what it is? Yes. Well, while that happens, B's going to go. It's going. It's going. It stopped. Here we go. Red seven. That's, That's the K Morgs roll again. K roll, roll again. K Morgan again. You had red seven. The Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer bet. Back it with me. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Remember Flor- Florida Bama. Yeah. He's not there. All right. Anymore. Here we go. Here we go. Wow. Oh, fuck. Zero. <laughs> zero. Fucking zero. Fucking green. Wow. Open. Come. Take any game max units. What does it mean? Open. You can bet whatever game you want. One game, well, max units. 
Cincinnati. Max units. Mortal, mortal lock, Cincinnati. He already took it. My, uh, minus three, Indiana. And I actually already bet it. Yeah, so he already did it. This, uh, guys, mortal lock. Follow me. Love me. Forgive me for Ohio State. Cincinnati. So Who are you what? picking over there? What FCS team are you going with? Fucking, I'm rocking with Dion. Jackson State over U- University of Louisiana Monroe. Neon Dion. Okay. How many points? There's no spread on it yet. So. <laughs> There's no spread. There'll I'm be a spread. Have... There'll be a spread Friday night uh, at 9 p.m. Give me Jacksonville. Jacksonville State. Zero. You, you want me it's to? Not, it's Jackson State. Jackson State. Sorry. Yeah. I'm glad I already max bet something. So thanks. Wow. Interesting. All right. Bearcat Nation, Red Helmets. All right, so that's wow. That was that was long. That was long, but yeah. Week one recap. Week two, uh, we got into it. Do you want to do top five? Do you have a top five? I have a top five. We can do it quick. What do you got? Let's right. do it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Top five. Top five college football team entrances. That's good. All right. Okay. How they come onto the field. Yeah. All right. You're inspired from the Virginia Tech game. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I That's, figured. Yeah, I was inspired. Okay. I have a lot in my head right now. Okay, number five, Florida State. They get That's... that chop going. That place is fucking electric. Yeah, that, a yeah fucking electric. I, I do love that. I would love to play there. When I'll be honest, I would love to play there. I love that. All right, number four, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, they go bananas. I mean, it's not the jump around. They play that throughout the game, the jump around parties, the fourth quarter. Um, but their entrance in the field – with the band, um, with the guys in the overalls. That place, Madison on game day, it's something special. It's a good atmosphere, but I don't know if it's an entrance. I I don't know about entrance, but top five because Wisconsin shuts down for this shit. No, it's a big... I love it. Them entering the field is something special. We gotta go. Yeah. All right, number three, Clemson. Howard's Rock. Yep. Yeah. Clemson's number three coming down the hill. Run down the hill, I love that. Jumping off the hill. I do like that. Fucking love it. Um, number two, Virginia Tech. Oh, number Inter-Sandman. two. Yeah. Okay. Enter Sandman. And it'll be very specific in this next part because we kind of mentioned it earlier in the game or in the podcast. Penn State entering the field on a wideout game. Yeah, like, it's pretty hyped. The hype on that, the DJ playlist they come out to for that, go if you haven't looked up a video of it. Of a, wide, up, of a wideout game? Of a it's, wide, it's unreal. Of entering the field. Also, Auburn by six. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck your top five. You have it too. They play Phil Collins in the air tonight when they're walking out, and then like, then they just let it eat. Penn State number one. I like that. You're missing. Um, I'm a big like mascot entrance too. Okay. So you have got Texas running out with Bevo. Yeah. The Longhorn. That's fucking legit. Colorado the running out buff, with the Buffalo. With the Buffalo's cool. Fucking elite. Yeah, that's good. Oklahoma running out with the Boomer Sooner. When they fell, that, when that yeah, that's fucking fell. awesome. Like that's that's college football. That's a shit show. You love that. Oregon running out with the fucking motorcycle and the duck. That's sweet. That's fucking sweet. That is sweet. So uh, give me all of those. Okay, fair enough. I was more on like hype, like who gets the crowd more going. I think those. You get a fucking Longhorn and a Buffalo running out there. Yeah, and that it's gets cool, the fucking but crowd it's going. cool to watch on TV. But you know, CY is talking like you're in the stands. You want to? You have fucking. fucking brick you have fucking chills on your arms, and you want to put your head through a fucking gasket. Can like, we talk you're about ready how to go. sick Let's go, man? It was like the gosh. But you had it at two. I know, but Penn State whiteout game. You know what you're missing too? Miami smoke. 
Uh, Miami yeah. comes out to the smoke. Like that fuck was fuck Miami, but that was okay. <laughs> fuck Miami. He's got beef he hates, now, but man, like in the nineties, the real smoke, beef. Nineties oh. and the smoke was coming out. Sean Taylor coming out and Ken, Ed Reed. Like that's unreal. He has real beef. He's got serious beef. Like, serious. You can't Graveyard. even give them. Graveyard. Uh, you got Auburn, the Eagle coming down. Yeah, I don't fuck it. with Auburn, that's but that's that cool. cool. It's whatever. What the fuck? Yeah, it is. Yeah, whatever. You got a fucking war eagle coming down. It's fine. I kind of have beef with them with the multiple mascots, but. Hawaii Haka, they do their shit. That's always that's a good not really one. an entrance to the field. That's like while they're on the field. Like, I don't know. My list is pretty elite. I like your list. Who would you take off that list? You don't like Wisconsin's? Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably my biggest beef. That I just I would think say. that stadium's so hyped. I think Enter Sandman should be one. That's, Fair. That's my other thing. Fair. Like Enter Sandman when that fucking Fair. goes down, like <laughs> Dude, there's nothing bigger. It's scary. It's but scary. Something about that whiteout game when they no, take the field. Unreal. When they take the field in the whiteout game, it's it is watch out. It's electric. My only thing I hate about that is they wear blue. True. Like they wear their home uniform and it's blue, but it's like you should wear white, right? Yeah. You should go white on white. You should go white on white. White helmet. All right, we're way over. Do it all. All right, TD Podcast. Thanks for listening in. We'll be back. Hopefully, we hit all of our bets this week. What if we hit them all? We're rich. What if we hit him? Why not? I, I will say, your and you will see a video of it. Bearcats hit. I will have a jersey on my fucking back. All right. I'll buy one soon. I love All right. it. Bearcat Nation, let's go.